What's up, everybody? Oh, is, is it time we're on? Yeah, sorry. I, I guess I could have done more of an official. This is how we start, right? I just hit live until you guys figure it out. You know what? What? Hey, that's cool. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Three Scoundrels in a Cantina. Once again, your host, Old Man Logan76, with Avant and Bones. And I'm very happy to have an, an old friend onto the show who is highly knowledgeable on the game has got a lot of good things to say if you're looking for good quality content on what to do you have picked the right episode um as always avant is going to have another segment of thrift thrift shopping and we're going to go over some of the latest and greatest hot off the press news but again i want to introduce pico burrito one half of the great show hollow table news network with celiac sarah um Catch their show whenever you can, but Pico, how are you? Thank you once again for coming on. We always love it when you come on. How are you doing? Guys, first of all, thanks for having me back. I'm doing great. Uh, let's be honest. I am the third best person on the show behind Sarah and, and the newborn. I mean, the, the newborn actually <laughs> oh, has much yeah, better things man. to say than, than I do yeah. on, on a daily basis, but uh, really excited to be back. It's been way too long, and, and uh, thanks for having me tonight. So. Absolutely. No, it, it's it's been, I, and I'm I actually been meaning to message Sarah and say it, it's actually been a treat. Not only watching every episode, but seeing the little man grow. Like he's, oh, yeah. like yeah. wow, it's shocking how how time flies. But rapidly um, growing for sure. Yeah. Avant, Bob, how, how are my co-hosts doing? What is happening? Good man, good. My son just turned sixteen. Speaking of how time flies, <laughs> so, just yesterday. So. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But yeah, good, things are good, man. Things are good. Yeah, working on all good on my front. All right. So <laughs> I'm glad we have we have Pico here because last week we had some big news drop that we talked about, but I really wanted to get his insight. I know we talked about the Leviathan requirements. We don't have a kit yet, obviously, but the requirements dropped, and we all know what we're facing. And if memory serves what we talked about last week, these are steep. These these are these are pretty steep. Um, this is not an easy farm. This is going to be very time consuming, if not expensive, for those that do spend. And Pico, I kind of I wanted to get your perspective. Is this what you expected? Were you throwing any curveballs? And where are you sitting? Are you ready to go with this? Yeah, so I'm ready, and 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 honestly, I I was um, I had everything ready to go except Malik was R8 instead of R9, um, and and I had taken I had taken Darth Revan right before the raid. I took Revan to, to R9 because I knew that that was going to be the plan regardless. So I wanted to get him there, and I was worried I was going to burn through a bunch of resources. But uh, and, and look, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this from the perspective that. Um, I know where, where my roster sits, so so folks kind of give me a, a, a second on this because um, I, I I don't think it's bad, and, and I, I don't, and, and I listened to what you guys were saying last week, and I, and I understand that point of view, um, but there are a couple of things the way that I look at it, and the first is this is not a chase. It's a monthly reoccurring event, which means if you're not ready month one, you can be ready month two. And if you're not ready month two, you can be ready month three. And so I, I think that that's part of it is is why I don't think it's that bad. The the bigger piece for me, I, I know two R9 characters seems like a lot, but 
if what I hear from a lot of people talking about in the game is uh, they're not spending mo- uh, or, or relic material on R9s, it's very selective. So my assumption is most people have like the the the, the top end of the relic material. They're sitting on a, on a bucket of them now. Salvage and, and getting all the or getting all the uh, the the uh, signal data is really difficult. And I understand that's time consuming, but I think like the R nine aspect of it and the keypads and the arrow magnifiers. I don't think it's that bad because I think a lot of people probably are sitting on the, those pieces. Uh, I, I think the other piece to it though is. And, and I think this is the reality of where the game is right now. I think the new R5 is R7, and and that's why I didn't think it was it was that far off. Um, but it wasn't really surprising. I, I think the other the other note, I'll, and then I'll stop talking because everybody knows I can suck the the air out of out of room. I think CG did people favors. I, I really do. I think that that they were they're forcing you to to relic up some characters. I think that are going to be good. Like a, a, an R9 Malik is going to be great to have. An R nine Revan probably not, but it, it's it is what it is. It's you're gonna want it there anyway. Um, so I I don't think it's that bad. I, I I understand the 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 concern, but yeah, I agree. It could be relic ten right now, but it's yeah. not. That's, you know, so I'm happy. Really? I, don't, I don't, don't put that hate on us, Ricky Bobby. I mean, <laughs> how, how far is it though? I mean, I don't think it's that far away. If we're already R nineing people, multiple R nines, it's it's coming soon. Maybe with that, the next yeah. GL. Let's that get through could, one more road ahead before we think yeah, about Relic 10. I mean, that, that very well could be the next step. Um, I actually think the only... I knew Darth Re- I knew Revan was going to be 9. Yeah. Um, Malik kind of threw me off, but I'd already had Malik at 9 just because he was a tank, and I felt... Yep. Although it's silly now, because, I mean, with a, you put him with a Malgus team, and it doesn't matter. If SCE faces him in GAC, he's getting, yeah. he's getting smoked either way. But um, I did that a while ago. Um, my, the old school Sith Trooper was Relic 5. I had to bring that to 7. Yep. Uh, Darth Maul was 5. Had to bring him to 7. HK was 4. Had to bring him to 7. Um, Bastila Shan Jedi threw me off. That was, that was the curveball. It, it was, but again, I think it's a favor because that is one of the better teams in the raid right now. So at least they're, you know, they're asking you to relic something because you're not going to get anything for free. And and I think that that character is kind of prepping you to be just better in the raid from that standpoint. Like I, 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 I know it doesn't make a lot of sense to to have it light side instead of dark side, but I think if it was the dark side, like I think that's more of a weight. That's like as much of a wasted character as HK. Really, in this case, I think that light side Bastila is, is a better fit because she's going to actually have a use at, at R7, where maybe not so much for, for everyone else on the other side. People always like to talk about from a lore standpoint. I think from a lore standpoint, it makes sense. I don't, I don't think yeah. it's that crazy. I, I lucked out. I actually had the uh, light side relic and not the other one. So I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I was like, really? This never happens to me. <laughs> I, I think you made a good. I read, I read it wrong. Point. I saw Basil Shan and I immediately assumed it was fallen, and I went, "Yes, I go." Oh, shit, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say though, I think you make a good point. Pe- people like to like get the pitchforks out and complain about how high the relic levels are, but if you're not ready, it'll be right. It'll be here yeah. next month, and yeah. the month after, and the month after, just like the executor and profundity. So whenever you're ready, you're. It'll be here. It's not like the Grand Inquisitor event where people are yeah. waiting months and months. 
or, or Cal. I mean, because that's the other thing. There's a lot of people right now trying to make that decision. Is it Cal or is it is mm. it the Leviathan? And right. And if you're not ready for Cal, you're going to miss it. That you know that that's the that's going to be the challenge. And it's going to be probably three months at that point. Mm. So Pico, how important do you think Leviathan is in this game? Like, how important? You know, what party oh. should all like? It's obviously on everyone's radar. How, is yeah. it something that people should put off and not worry about? Or do you think this is really important? It's going to be game-changing kind of thing. Like, how important should people be putting this on their priority list? So, so this is a this is a great question because I, I, there's a couple of ways to answer it. And, and the first is, um, how do you feel about PvP? Yeah. Because if PvP is something that's important to you, it's got to be top of the list because, you know, Meathead said in the original announcement, this is going to be the top of the food chain. Like, I, I think that there, there are people that there was, we were having a, a conversation around one of my dumb decisions of, of chasing Phoenix right now. Uh, in, in the HMN Discord. It's, it's and, not dumb. I've been telling people to do the same thing, actually. It's not dumb. Yeah, but it, 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 we were we were talking about it today and, and someone's like, well, you know, that'll, that'll just put you in a better position to, to beat you know, Leviathan with Profundity. Profundity is not going to beat Leviathan. I, I really think that the ship is going to drop and it's going to be, if you don't have it, you're not beating it or you're not beating it out of one shot. Um, mm. So I, I think that's that's part of the challenge. Now, I, I think the second piece to that is in your fleet shard, how, how <laughs> friendly is your fleet shard? <laughs> yeah. And that depends on how friendly you are to your fleet shard, right? Yeah, are, are, and the thing is, are you on a shard mafia, and do you have good yeah. standing in said shard mafia? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm in a I'm in a very very inactive uh, shard piece. I, I think that there's maybe ten of us that are there, and, and I've already told everyone I will have it seven dar seven star by the end of the kind of the end of the first run, and I'm going to park in two. And if nobody messes with me, I'm just going to stay in two because I don't want to have to worry about people beating me, and I want to make sure that people can kind of get all the resources they want. Yeah, that's that's um, only 25 uh, crystals, yeah. so that's pretty yeah. cool. That's a good idea. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and then you you don't have to log in, and you just get your passive <laughs> income. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if if you're in a case that like I've got a buddy of mine who's uh, who just started playing uh, about a year ago, he's around two million GP, I think. Like it's a big deal for him because that's a just again we we talk about how that source of crystals that it's there and it's it's the best source from that standpoint, mm -hmm. um, but getting those requirements like for him is it's it's a little it's a little off from that side, um, but right now the game's so skewed towards these PB, PBE modes, yeah. I don't see it being a big differentiator, and and I I know Sarah seems to think that we're gonna get. Uh, of that ship is going to have an impact on on territory battles. I'm not sure because I haven't announced anything around it yet, but uh, I think it's going to matter on PvP. And, and I don't about, know about you guys, but I'm I'm pulling back from PvP a little bit just because I don't have enough hours in the day. And I've been doing the same. Yeah, yep. it's also kind of exhausting. It is. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, because with PvE content. Once you get over the hump, you're always over the hump. But when you're yeah. competing against other players like you, you'll never get over the hump because nope. they're either staying up with you or doing better. And it's yes, just an endless chase, never ending. Yeah. And one of the another big, especially for me, another big motivating factor is the rewards in the raid. As long as you're in the right guild, are so good yeah. that I'd rather put my effort into maximi uh, maximizing my personal reward track. 
and yeah. progressing a guild to get to that coveted two uh, that two thirty five box or two sixty five. Excuse me. It, it's back to if if R seven is going to be the new R five, the way you're going to get there is through the raid. That that's that's it because it's gonna it's gonna give you so much flexibility from from getting all those that relic material that way. And, and I just think the resources are kind of better served going off in that that direction. Um, but again, it's 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 hard to say. It, I'm going to be really interested at the end of we'll say three months after the re- release of the Leviathan is how many people actually have it. Because I think you're going to see a lot more people with Leviathan than you saw with the Executor and then what you saw with Profundity. Because we're getting to the point that no one's really having to to worry about farming shards anymore. It's just relic material. Yeah, this will be the first meta shifting addition to the game that you did not need to hit a node to farm, like panic farm, a ship or a character because that's the way they point. do these chases. It's actually very yeah. That's damn that. That's a that's a juicy take right there, and that's true. Yeah. Well, with the exception of the two new ships, if you're like lazy with the galactic chase but uh, they've made it very accessible yeah. so so yeah, I, I'll, I'll ask you guys this question no go ahead because because we talked about this last night and i'm, I'm interested on in your on, on on your guys thoughts on this but if they move to a to a character release cadence that everything was a galactic chase and for about seven to ten thousand crystals you could unlock a character at seven stars would would you be more inclined to go after marquee characters to get it six seven stars right away or would you kind of would you would kind of go back to kind of the i'll get what i can and then i'll go farm it at, at a later date no if marquees were galactic chases i'd be on it all day oh yeah i mean I, 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 I would chase for sure like just, just the, the the price tag alone yep you're saving so, i mean what is the I mean, you watch Arnold do enough whale or fail. You you yeah. pretty much get an estimate of how much it costs to bring a marquee from it's like three hundred bucks. Exactly. That's but without gear. That's but just, in a galactic chase. Yeah. What is it? Five thousand, five thousand crystals somewhere in that range. Yeah, if you, five thousand to seven thousand. If you yeah. hoard, it's like five thousand and change. If you don't, it's like seven thousand. So yeah. So if they did marquees like that, oh my! God. I mean, I think so many more people would have um, the 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 newer hotness. Yeah. Well, I think that would be cool because then, like, if a character like Marin comes out, who I really really want, but yeah. I don't care about Saul Guerrero, no. then I chase Marin and I slow farm the other ones. Yeah. You know, that that's pretty cool. I think that would be enjoyable from like a player enjoyment standpoint. And yeah. and free to play. Still wouldn't be able to farm every single one because eventually you your could, stash is going to. So, like you said, you could pick and choose. But yep, if, exactly. if, if a free to play player tried to do it, you couldn't do that. Um, the thing is, they would, really interesting. Able, they would be able to pick and choose depending on, you know, yeah, that's awesome. What creator yeah. there and reviews on certain characters, wherever their hard earned crystals are going. They'll have an option to get a character into more stars than they would drop yeah. in. You know, what how many crystals and arnold wants to throw his mic through the screen because he got seven again <laughs> so i mean it's 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 it, it's a no to me that's a no-brainer and i just wonder if you can get more people to drop 20 bucks on crystals oh yeah. by going down that path and and like you know yeah you're gonna lose you're gonna lose the, the folks that are willing to swing yeah 
that, that are willing to swing 300 bucks for a character on that side. But I if, would. if you can convert half of the player base into to 20 bucks every other week, man, that's, I mean, that that's good money right there. There's no other way you can cut that. So, And you'd probably sell a couple of those packs where you get like 30 shards. Yeah. You'd, sell, you'd sell more of those because they're getting closer and easier. Um, yeah, I used to I used yeah. to like the ten dollar marquee packs back when I they released too. like Bosk and yeah. stuff. Yeah, they were good. And it's it's getting to the point where some of these tunes and some of these teams are important, but it's not just that. Roster depth is becoming more important than ever as this game expands. Roster depth is just becoming, especially in PVE. You know, for for um, TB for conquest, yep. you need roster depth and if you start to release the stranglehold on the latest and greatest that makes it more accessible i mean pico brings up a great point these past two galactic chases yeah i'm not even gonna i i'm ashamed yeah. to admit how many 20 dollars packs i dropped like I'm <laughs> so but it, it's still it saved you money in the long run of, than of having to go out and get two ships and, and, and the other thing I, I think that it helps with CG is that they don't need to have these long character cycles as well, because, you know, part of the, the issue that they have is, so if I want to release a Galactic Legend in October, I have to start getting the characters out now so I can go through that six-week cycle where they go from, you know, the marquee piece, and then they're in shipments, and then, then all of a sudden they become farmable at that point. It lets them consolidate that calendar a little bit more, and I think it probably lets them be a little bit more quicker to, to kind of a, a decide what they want to do from a release perspective. So, Now, here's an interesting question, because you had said earlier that um, when the event comes out, you're putting your Leviathan to seven star. Yeah, yeah. I will be, I will be doing the same. For those that don't spend and, yep. and don't do that, um, but say they may want to spend a little, a little bit to maybe bring it to, to five or maybe six. Would it? What do you think the viability of this this capital ship will be at four star? And should people wait a little while, catch a content creator like Arnold yeah. going live, and then make that decision? I I think you need to give it thirty days. Get, give it the first cycle to figure out how it holds up. Like if you can, if you can consistently beat Leviathan and Executor. I'm sorry, if you could beat Executor Profundity. Sorry. And so essentially they've got two and you've got three is, is kind of that, that men, that mentality of, yeah. of going in. And if you can make that work at, at a lower star, then you can slow farm it. If it's a case that I got it to five stars and I'm getting, I'm getting beat by other teams at that point and it's not holding, or I can't do other things with it. I, that would be a case that I would look at, you know, can, can you accelerate to the next star level and, and kind of get it up from that side? But uh, you know, I, I will. It's 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 funny to, and I've kind of explained where this this kind of works in in certain cases. I will have it at seven stars. It's not going to cost me a dime. I've got some things that that uh, do some pick up some extra things at work. I kind of do some volunteer stuff at work, and I get gift cards that kind of come out of it. So I'll use that to generate shards. So it's easy for me you know, to to take care of it that way. But um, you know, I I think part of it. But I I might what I think is I think this is going to look a lot more like Executor than it did Profundity that. When the executor came out, even at four and five stars, it was the top of the heap. There was nothing that you were going to do to beat it, and I think that's going to be enough for a lot of people. And it's it's even at four and five stars, I think the halves are going to win out. When what do you? Um, or no, go ahead. What, what what do you guys got? When it was first announced, didn't they say like they they insinuated that it was going to defeat both of them pretty easily? Yeah, correct. Like they had it yep. like all caps, pretty much say it was going to decimate all ships. Yeah. So they pretty much let you know. 
you better work on this because yeah, it's going to be damn near unstoppable. Yeah, I've been I, I've been free to play for a good while. Like I haven't spent money in in, in a, a good amount of time, and I took executor and profundity to five stars when i unlocked it and then i just kind of let it sit until i got enough crystals and i didn't have any problem with mirror matches or things like that i was able to climb and i'll I'll probably do the same thing this time and and i think that makes sense again it's 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 not what it's 150 bucks to to make it a run-up 150 bucks is a lot of money i mean there's there's no other there's no other way to, to look at it if you can be competitive with that ship at a lower star point yeah, you, it might not be perfect, but seventy five percent is probably better than kind of throwing a bunch of cash out of out of pocket from that side. And and again, uh, and I think we're going to talk about this, but probably something coming right behind this. A couple of th- other things coming right behind it. So <laughs> yeah. you know, it's yeah. it's it's where you're going after that point. <laughs> now, um, um, we're not going to like go over the the whole kit, but I'm sure you've read it. What do you think the implications for this latest Galactic Chase ship and it's coming in off of reinforcement annihilate with a basic? How yeah. have you read these kits? How do you see this playing out? And obviously, there's no way to really get around a taunt. So the Y wing is going to get toasted. Boss yep. going to get toasted. Is is that is is this the ship that is going to make this fleet really really churn? And what do you think the appropriate supporting cast of other ships is going to be? So. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this ship because the way that I understand it is you need 41 stacks to get the basic off. And the fastest way to get it is to come in as the second reinforcement. Mm. So that means I probably need two turns because I come in at 40, I take a turn that gets me to 41 or post over 41 and then I then I go next. What I really think it's going to equate to is a second ultimate for the capital ship. Yeah, we so, need to think about that. What, so what, because you bring it in second, so somebody yeah. else is going to come in first. I come in second and it's almost like I get a ship on the board and I it, it's it's Thrawn's ultimate but bringing a ship out on the board as well. So I, I think it's going to be late in the match. And, and to, to your question, like, on, on you know, it's, it's, going after, it's going after these other ships. My question is, will those tanks even be there at that point? Because if you're, if you're going five deep into reinforcements, you're probably some things are off of the board. So who really knows what, what happens in that case? But I, I think that this is going to, re- like, I'm super interested to see what the Leviathan ultimate is going to be if I've, got a, if I've got an Annihilate that I can pull in off of the bench. And there is the possibility that this capital ship could add stacks to that. Correct. With, yep. with, with an ability of its own. Yep. So it very well could be the first reinforcement. We yep. don't know yet because we don't have a kit. I can't wait to see it. it <laughs> I, no, I'm chopping at the bit. Oh, my goodness. The, the, the last two ultimates have been pretty spectacular. Yeah. 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 How do you top the... How do you top the... Um... Well, the Death Star, the Death Star was way cooler than the uh, the, the uh, Tantive Four chase out maneuver. But I, I thought mean, it was this, hilarious though. Whenever I saw it, though, I was like, it, makes it was sense. It, it was kind of funny and cheeky, right? Mm-hmm. It, it was. It was. You know, like if you're going, if you happen to take your 
profanity up against General Kenobi, and meanwhile, a Clone Wars era ship is chasing yeah. after the Rebel blockade yeah. runner. Like, eh, it doesn't really. Make sense. <laughs> You'll go with it. You you so, got the banners. So, do you think that we're gonna have another destroy the capital ship ultimate? Do you think that that it's like I don't I don't know. I, like I, it has to be. It's 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 kind of like. Each capital ship's ultimate has kind of been lore friendly compared yeah. to the or what it was. And I'm trying to really I've actually reread Darth Revan's kit a few times to see if there's anything in there that could kind of give us a clue. Like, and I was kind of thinking an ultimate like I have an yeah. idea. Darth Revan does his his first ability, and he he, he takes you like all you can do is a basic. He, he yeah. increases all your cooldown. What if the ultimate ability was for the rest of the battle? All, all enemy ships can only do basics. What if the ultimate right ability Third. is? Oh, I'm sorry, Logan. Oh, what no, if right, the, right. what if the so, ultimate ability is that uh, the Leviathan death marks the enemy capital ship? And all of your fighters attack the capital ship and blow it up. That would be awesome. That would be no, just kind of like, and we don't have like it. Darth Revan death marks the leader, right? Yeah. Uh, what if it to, to 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 build on that? What if it's the death mark the capital ship, and then you bring in your little swarm fighter, and that's the one that actually just knocks it out? Ooh. Is that it, it nukes it from orbit from that side? Yeah. Maybe that's how you can annihilate it, is you have to death yeah. mark it, and then you have to use that basic ability. Yeah. And that's where I think the importance <laughs> of the fleet falls on, because when you when you read the kit for Darth Malgus's ship, that is... And then you, you look at the other kits of the, of the chases that we're having, that defensive bulwark ability is... Yeah. Because if you're going to bring this next ship in, in as a reinforcement... More often than not, I, I feel that bulwark ability is already going to be applied. Yeah, yeah. And it's just this this fleet is going to be so durable. Like all those counterattacks that a Kenobi fleet or a Profundity or even the mass onslaught from an Executor. I don't think it's real. It, it I don't think it's going to destroy Malgus's ship. So, the question is going to be: What's going to be the fourth re the, the first reinforcement? And because there's not a lot of good of options, I, I love I love Zara's phrase. He, he you know what he calls it the ass cannon for the, the Sith fighter. Yeah, uh, uh, so terrible. But but there was something that Meathead said um, in the Q and A for I think the Sith. No, was the Fury? Might have been the Fury, but it was like, are you going to rework the Sith fighter? Was was the, the question, and the response was. If we need to do something to the Sith fighter, it may be like part of the Leviathan kit. I think the Leviathan kit is going to do something it, uh, yeah. to, to make it to make that be the fourth ship because I just don't see it being the Scimitar. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess you could bring it in and, and do the do the you know stealth and 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 uh, target the the tank ship, but that just I don't know that that seems like an old mechanic. It, it feels like this is the, the chance that they're going to fix that ship. <laughs> I think that's kind of why I've been really I've been careful about who I've been putting six dot mods on for my my Sith uh, fleet pilots. Um, I, I I don't know what it was, but I did I I it could come back to bite me in the ass, but I put six dot mods on my Sith assassin for for the fighter. I I just something is telling me that 
that ship is finally going to have its day in the sun. Yeah. Like something in that some something in Leviathan's kit is going to focus on ship attackers or just Sith in general. They're going to be able to hit a lot harder. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Where, uh, uh, yeah, Bones and Avant, where are you guys sitting on this fleet, and what do you feel about how this is going to affect the meta? Go ahead, man. Uh, I mean, I, I think it's going to be, I, I think it will be unbeatable in a single shot, kind of like Pico said. Like, I think if you don't have this fleet, and you face it in PvP, like in GAC, you're going to have to have a, a really strong fleet, and then you're going to need a good, strong cleanup fleet. Like, maybe not both your Executor and Profundity, but maybe maybe Executor and then Malevolence. Like, some, something that'll chew through the, the remainder of it. But, I, I mean, and I'm okay with that, because the requirements are steep enough that it should be worth its investment in power and i'm good with that yeah i mean I, I agree with both of you guys um pretty much i just think if you're uh every day you're not working towards this uh, you're gonna be missing out down down you know competitively you need to be getting this asap as soon as you can i'm not saying if you're halfway to jmk stop and go for this but if you've kind of ready to start on a farm go for this one because yeah. you're gonna be at the top of the food chain no matter where you're at, even if you're sort of a beginner, if you're able to achieve all the requirements, go for it now because you're going to be and kicking butt everywhere. I think you can be smart with your resources and use these new uh, rewards from the crate raid and yeah. start start taking characters up in the higher relic levels, like yeah. to relic seven, relic eight, relic nine, and like use those uh, MK3 materials to to your advantage. You know. Be, be smart. Buy good stuff. Yeah, I, I will say because of the raid, I have been able to relic up more more people into higher rate. It's just it's you're able to, to gear up tunes faster. You're able to relic gear uh, tunes you know faster. It's just the um the raid rewards. I mean, yeah, there's been you know the the time in game has been a huge topic throughout the community for a while now, but um the the rewards for that are 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 just outstanding. The one thing I will say, I'm looking forward to seeing what this fleet does in TB because that dark side ship, it, like I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm hoping this fleet just Ed Norton curb stomps the shit out of that because I'm I'm done with that zone. I'm done sweating like I don't even bother anymore. So I'm hoping this fleet allows us to get a little retribution right there. Yeah. That would yeah. be nice. Uh, I, I'm tired of of not being able to get perfect stars on the first phase because that those the just stupid dark side fleet missions kill me, and then you get the other one that comes up later on. So mm -hmm. uh, I'll I'll be honest with you, as the TB officer for my guild, I have not attacked the dark side sector ship <laughs> in I think three months. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because it's just completely unbeatable, and I just platoon. My uh, my two ships, my yep. two conquest ships, and yep. I just ignore that mission because it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a waste. Um, yeah, I have to be careful. I think Bodhi's here, so I don't want to talk about how poorly I'm actually doing in territory battles anymore because it's just getting a little bit old working on it. It, it you know, and I've I've no I've noticed <laughs> that too. Like I'm not 
I'm noticing like half the guild is above me in waves and all this, and I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't. We three star the first bottom three yeah. like right. It, it's there, there's just, and especially with the the topic of time in game, you you've got to, again, this is cliche, but yet very appropriate for the game we're playing. You got to pick and choose your battles. Yep. You got to pick and choose where you're going to put your time, and the the real really the first phase of TB, I kind of go eh, have at it guys you, you do your thing i'll uh i'll deploy tomorrow um two hours before yeah. you know or an hour before, or before it's required i just it's there's just certain things and that's i think that's the reason why i kind of step back from gac a little bit like i'm about to kind of get if i do poorly in this next 3v3 i'm gonna get bumped back into kyber 2 which i'll be fine with but it's the headache of trying to stay in Kyber One, I'm getting to the point where is this really worth it to me anymore? Come down to Kyber Two and maybe we'll play each other. <laughs> that be more fun. I mean, that would be an epic fun. live stream. I would these, love that. These folks up here, man, they are ruthless. They are absolutely ruthless. So you know, it's interesting. I was I was just wrapping up your your first episode today as I was as I was walking the dog this afternoon and. On the PvP thing, really quick, you guys were talking about Kaw and their announcement that they made, and so there's this also this rumor floating around that we're going to get a new territory or like guild-based PvP mode later this year, and and I I think that we probably will because if the timing is right, and I think that's probably when we'll get R10. No one shoot me for saying that, but you know how this is going to work. We're going to get this new. They're going to announce this new PvP mode, guild PvP mode, and they'll be like. See what we did. This is yep. all about us. We made yep. this happen, and it's like, no, no, no. This is a plan a year, year and a half ago. It takes them that long to get this stuff out the door. But uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I just I, I thought of that because I've heard that rumor floating around, and I remember my brain immediately brought me back to these arrogant motherfuckers. And be like, you know what? That's because of us. Thank you, and your call yeah, off. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And I'm gonna read that and look at them and be like, guys, you really need to stop and just. No, no, don't. Please. Maybe don't. they'll name the new game mode after them. Who knows? <laughs> and re real quick, because I did, I did mention that in the new episode update. What, what were your whole thoughts on that, Pico, of, of that whole thing? Because um, I know um, the Gambit did uh, did a bit on it. I yeah. know other people have. I know we did. What were your thoughts on that? So. I was sharing my thoughts in real time as I was reading the manifesto on our Discord server. And then all of a sudden, we got a bunch of people joined our Discord server that were all part of Kong. It was really interesting. Oh. <laughs> and it was like, and, and again, I think, like, I think there's somebody who listens to the show that's, that's there. And, and I'm sure that there's a number of phenomenally nice people there. But I think it's the same thing that you said. It's, it's um, I just don't, like, if you want to be that great at a video game, awesome. Like that's that's and, and and more power to you. Um, you know, I I played some MMOs for a long time, and I was there was a period of time like I was like the best shaman on EverQuest two in in the game, and 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 I, I get that nice. that man that mentality, but um, it takes a lot of effort, and I also to your point, uh, I had to make a conscious decision that I wanted to do this, and the the whole problem is not. My, my view of like the whole problem that they have right now is they this mentality that we cannot lose. It's better for us not to play than it is for us to lose. That, exactly. <laughs> exactly. The arrogant, 
find and, that. Yeah. They, and and I I just don't like far be it for me to criticize anyone spending on this game. <laughs> that's the that, that like yeah, I, I mean it's it's and, and if they want to do that and, and again they got a lot of great ideas that come out of that, but the 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 simple fact is is that even with as much as what those fifty individuals spend, if they all left tomorrow, it wouldn't show up on a balance sheet. They 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 really don't make that much of an impact on the bottom. Like if you look at the revenue stream that CG has, there's no way that fifty people can actually do that. It's it's not a case that it's a five percent downturn in revenue. It might be a one percent downturn, and yeah, that might show up, and that might that might be a blip. But it, it and and I think the best counter to this is if you if if anyone kind of saw that the the Reddit shutdown that just happened over the past weekend over this change to the to the Reddit uh, yeah. because of the app piece, and I I get both sides of the argument there, but Reddit ultimately is saying like, look, we're trying to be profitable, so we have to raise rates on the people that are that are consuming our service without paying for advertising dollars and all of these forums shut down and the ceo from red and on on tuesday was like yeah it hasn't made an impact we really don't care <laughs> and at the end of it they were all back they were I all back the next day yeah I yeah saw it. And, yeah you know and it was just like oh well we you know we're we're gonna change the world oh we didn't change the world well you know what i need a place to bitch about gac so we're, and, gonna, we're gonna turn the switch back on and reddit knows that and cg yeah. knows that they all know that you know you're gonna complain but you'll be back because yeah that's what we always do so again um conceptually i understand what they're doing and i don't have a problem with it i i just man there's a well, they sometimes did execution is bad yeah they did it wrong like you should have secretly yeah. kind of reached out to some other um guilds that were up there with you and if like five or ten of you did it then they might they might take notice but yeah like you said and they're not even stopping spending they're they're just stopped territory war so they yeah. i mean you have to completely quit spending you have to actually just and get others on board before you even yep. say anything about it yeah the thing, you know, if, if all 50 members of that guild proofread that, then, you know, um, again, I'm sure they're all lovely people, fathers, sons, they they're, they're, they do good things in their life, but I'm sorry, all 50 of you are tone deaf. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. After reading that, I just was, again, and like what you said, Pico, I, I agree with what they're doing, but I said this last week, your dilemma is self-inflicted. You are doing this to yourself. You are overworked because of your obsession of winning. You have done this to yourself, Anakin. Exactly. (laughs) And you're going to decline to play in a game mode that really in the grand scheme of where you are at the average of over 12 million GP, you guys aren't missing a whole hell of a lot. What what some datacron reroll material that more often yeah. than not you buy anyway? Yeah. I don't like no. It's by the way, Logan, uh sorry if I stepped on your toes there as the uh resident impersonator. Maybe you should have done the impersonation instead I, of me. No, <laughs> I what was, uh, what was the imper oh, I missed it. Oh imper- uh, you ignored me. I'm I'm offended. Uh, no, I didn't ignore you. I wasn't sure what <laughs> I you actually caught me off guard. Uh, what, uh, what did I, you say? <laughs> I, I said, you have done this to yourself, Anakin. Because you were talking about how it was a self-inflicted... Uh, oh, yeah. Kenobi uh, said that to him. You've done yeah. that to yourself. 
So, um, by and- the way, Avant, with <laughs> the beard in the whole look, like, it was perfect because, like, you caught it out of the corner of my eye when you said it. And I'm like, oh, that was Kenobi out of the corner yeah. of my eye when I said it. So it was great. It was awesome. Hello there. And by, by the way, folks, um, please uh, follow our Twitch. Um, uh, fo- yeah, follow. Uh, check us out on Discord, everywhere else. Um, anybody that subscribes, if we get, um, I don't know, what, 10 subscribers within this episode, uh, I don't even think we're at that point yet. Are we affiliate yet? Shit, are we still no, working on it? No, you still got 20, uh, 20 to make- go. If we get 10 subscribers, I will do an entire segment impersonating Arnold Schwarzenegger. Darkness Escapes, oh. thank you for the follow, my friend. I think we missed a few follows as well. If we get another 10 subscribers, I will do an entire segment speaking like Watto. <laughs> we, yeah. we have lots of that. So, um, we'll go with so, But real quick, we do have some follows that I didn't even notice. So, um, Oh, we do? Oh, yeah. sweet. So off air, four hours ago, we got a follow from Zane Kawas, J.I., Thank you for it. If you're here, uh, Big Red, O two seven two thirty five minutes ago. Thank you for the follow, my friend. Darkness Escapes, just one minute ago, and some guy named Pico Burrito followed as well. So we appreciate <laughs> you guys. I heard he's good looking. <laughs> he sounds pretty sexy. Any bur- any burrito is sexy. He actually uh, has like that Swiggo ASMR kind of voice going on. We <laughs> listen to him talk about mods and doze off. Which I don't know if that's a topic you want to doze off on because mod. Uh, Logan, uh, in the chat, Bodhi wants to know how many subs for a Jar Jar episode. Oh fuck! Um, <laughs> Fifty. <laughs> Fifty. Come on, boys. Pico. If you want to know one thing about Logan, if you want to absolutely derail our, our podcast, just bring up Jar Jar. Oh, I've I've seen it. Uh, I I it was uh, I I was on one of the first couple of episodes, and I think uh, the goats was was uh, I mean it was it was like a regular occurrence. So. <laughs> I'm still on the train. <laughs> Justice for Jar Jar, man, bring him to the game. All right, anywho, before my blood pressure goes up, and I need to take a pill, let's move on to the next topic. But no, I knew we were transitioning. But please. Um, Follow us on Twitch. Check us out on Discord. Uh, spot. We're also on Spotify, Anchor. I'm working on getting us back on Apple Podcasts, but um, we're also on YouTube. Check us out. So, yeah, we have a new set of Datacrons. Now, before we get into this, let's go around the panel. How seriously does everybody take Datacrons starting with Vaughn? Uh, I actively farm Datacrons through Conquest. I generally will hit Red Crate with, like, maybe three days to go. And then I will farm either the Datacron node or the node in sector three or four, depending on what kind of materials I need to upgrade. Um, And I generally will max out my Datacron inventory and then level up. I don't know. I probably have like 10 level nines each set since they changed the... Since yeah. they changed the format to make them what four months long, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'll probably get like nine or ten level nines. Um, this time around, I might change my strategy a little bit, but um, I'll swing back around to that in a little bit. Rob, what about you? 
Um, I don't even know anything about them right now. I just farm them, and then I ask you to in the in the DMs. Like, is this one good? What am I? I got this character. And but then you, during your GAC, you show us your four datacrons. You take notes this next segment because I've broken down this set. I feel well. Well, here's my thing: is it's like uh, I'm at a place where I probably have four like relic fives, and it's always like a relic one or gear twelve, and it just really throws things off, and I refuse to relic up for Datacron because it's temporary. I just yeah. the, the one thing I complain about in the most is that I wish you could apply it to there, and it just didn't apply to that Gear 12 character. And that'd be such a nice quality of life, but yeah, we know we can't do that. But So, no, I'm, I'm just kind of sitting back listening to you guys. I'll ask a few questions, but Damn, this I, is your guys' segment. <laughs> well, no, I actually really like that idea, Bob. I never thought of that. Like, if they... If your if your relic tunes hit the requirement, yet you had a a, a gear twelve, then it just doesn't apply. Like that, that actually might promote more engagement for datacrons for people in in Bob's situation where his GP is at. Well, yes, because I can't engage. They're keeping me from engaging. You know, uh, so so if I if I see the list the character list and like I saw Mara Jade right, I Star Killer is my favorite team in the game. I was like, hell yes. Yeah. So I took her to seven. I even took vices to five or something um, just for that. So it's the first time I'd ever done it. I was happy with it. It was fun. It's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> and a good one. But it's constantly ones that I just don't have, like Inquisitors or First Order or Resistance. Um, those are just <laughs> characters I haven't went for. So, um, but yeah. I mean, Dark Nard just said, what's a dad cry? Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, I'm, I'm always one of those that rant on about Datacron, so I'll just shut up now. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about what's coming in the future of Datacron. Um, Pico, how do you, um, wh where do you, say, how how much farming do you put into uh, uh, the, 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 grind, the, the, the conquest or the con grind or the... Yeah, I, I, normally, I normally chase I'll, between 8 and 12 level 9s. Um, what I don't, I don't like re-rolling. Um, I will re-roll um, level 3s and level 6s to get what I want because getting those are a little bit easier. I rarely touch stats. I mean, it's it's a case that that um, normally, like, the the Uber kind of datacron for, for a set, I'll roll stats there. Like, a, the, the one I, I remember was uh, Ninth Sister had that really cool datacron, like, four months ago, and I was going to make a run on it, so I just I threw a bunch of defense like I, I just burned a bunch to put defense on it because I got lucky and I got it like on the first try. So I didn't, I didn't actually stack that up, but um, I'm really far behind where I normally am right now. And I think it's because four months ago, the last, not the, the set that just dusted, I think I got really burned out with conquest and I just didn't build up a bunch of the resources underneath it. So I didn't have a lot of things to actually start building them up this time around. So uh, we'll see where I end up in, in a week. Yeah, I um I do about the same. Um I try to get you know 10 to 12, 9, yeah. and then I have a bunch I have a couple fives and a boatload of threes. I have a lot of threes. Yeah. Yeah. Um so let's kind of uh let's kind of dive into this next uh this next set. Um I basically I I took some I just took notes on what I thought really kind of struck out to me for this for this next set. Now I don't think this set is actually too bad, to be honest. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna hit stats, and if at any point um, you guys want to uh, uh, chime in on any of the any of the sections here, please do. I um, like this set 
for the most part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for stats, I got protection and health. I'll take it. Um, yep. Offense, crit damage, I'll take it. Defense, I will take all day. There are some t- there are some teams out there that I would love to have a completely crafted cron with nothing but defense. Are you asking me on offense in GAC or me on defense in GAC? Because that's that's a you different know, question. It is. I mean, again, it. I, I feel it. I, I feel with a lot of these stats, it depends on your play style and what you do. I'm a little bit scared of a fully relic eight Java squad with a crazy defense cron. I think yeah. it will be very, very timeout scary. Or a a completely leveled out Ray squad with nothing but defense. Yeah. Uh, or or gas. Or because I've I've run into those enough times that that all of a sudden like Riva can't beat gas because he's got so much defense and you can't just get to the, that production. Uh, that 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 scares me there as well. And Pico, I, I'm glad you listened to the last episode and sent me a message about modding. I am going to remod my gas for high defense. Yeah, he already he already has high protection, but I have him with more of an offense build, and I am going to make him an absolute tank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's 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 really good. I did want to put something on the Discord about it because I, I I get really concerned about like. Hey man, you said this one thing on the show, and this is why you're wrong. I couldn't, I couldn't find a way to write. I'm like, if I sent somebody a, a direct message about it, probably be a little bit better received from that side. So, oh no, no, I, I, <laughs> I, uh, I found your your message informative. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. All right, for uh, level three, honestly, uh, there's one ring to rule them all. There, there's <laughs> one that you should be shooting for. Yeah. It's the fifteen percent health, fifteen percent protection per ally at the start of each encounter. That is ridiculous. Did did that make it into the game? One ring to rule them all? Yeah, that did did that mod roll because I've I've rolled like ten level threes now and I haven't seen it. So I just oh, assume really? it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Pink, are you serious? I've got like yeah. six of them. No, I, 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 I have zero of them. I have five datacrons and they all have that. Yeah, I, I, have, I have I have re-rolled all I've re-rolled four of them. I only got it one time, but I've re-rolled the other four and I got it either on the first or second re-roll. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, all the re-roll material I got from the last set being dusted, I'm now sitting on nine datacrons and six of them have that level three stat. But I did spend most of my re-roll material because that's what I was shooting for. It's yeah, six it's out of nine. That's it, not bad. It's called one ring to rule them all. They, that was just the the the, the nerdy topic. Oh, that okay. I gave for, for <laughs> continue yeah. on. Continue on. Like, like no, really, the rest of the level threes are shit. Yeah. Meh. meh. They're they're, they're meh. They're I don't even really find them very situational to be honest. Um, there if if you can get any of them, it's you want survivability. There you go. Well, yeah. if, if anyone wants accuracy and evasion up, come talk to me because I've got more of them than I know what to do with at this point. So you'll you'll be ready for the next dodge meta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kill me now if that happens. Exactly. By the yeah. way, just mark mark this moment and come back in time <laughs> and just off me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that le- that level three is going to be good for so many teams. Yep. Like, um, it, it's. I mean, again, when you see a Malgus team, a lot of people commit SE to it, but you have a well-invested Datacron, you're going to fort, like, your opponent's going to have to use a Legend. 
Yeah, there's no there's no gas off counter. Like it's it's not going to work. I don't That's care how good your gas is. You have a level three Datacron on Malgus with that with a shitload of defense. You're gonna you have to SCE it. I think that's what intrigues me about this this uh, Datacron set is that it doesn't really like point out to a Galactic Legend. It you know, but yeah, I mean, I obviously it will beef up your GL squads, yeah. but I think it makes you it, it like improves your ability to theorycraft with good attacking squads and good defensive squads, and and it makes things more interesting. But I'm going to go the opposite. Because I'm, I think I've just decided for the next whatever for as long as this one's around, I'm just not taking a GL on defense. I'm just going to bring them all to offense, and I'm going to I'm just going to try and clear the board. I actually uh, enjoy that strategy more. It's more yeah. fun. I'm I've. It's amazing you guys have said that. I'm I'm. I actually lost to somebody in this last five v five who literally did that. He set every almost every GL on defense, yeah. and he beat me. I, I you set them all on defense. I don't. I don't know how you do that with with the way that the, the the kind of the current meta of the game is. Uh, he left. He left. Um, he had SCE available, and everything okay. else he did was off meta. I was shocked. I could. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That's like when you put your hand out and shake that guy's hand and say, "You can have these nine hundred <laughs> crystals, sir." <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so as for factions, uh, we'll start with the Sith. There's only two that really struck out at me about Sith. Um, one of them was Retribution for three ter- uh, three turns. Yeah, I think that's really good for a trade yep. team. Nihilus has a has a mass as a dispel on basic, um, and combined we'll get to it. But the Savajo press level nine and yeah. removal. I mean, a lot of people are already saying that. Darth Trey is kind of a GL right now as it is, especially on defense. This is going to pretty much solidify that opinion. Yep. That yeah, combination yeah. is going to be deadly for a Trey team. That that's where my be. roster is at. I have Savage at Relic Five, but if I didn't have these uh, Leviathan requirements, I would be taking him to Relic Seven right now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that, that again, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be nice on the Malgus team as well. Just giving again that those feed weapons that everyone's going to have going to be able to counter. We're going to have Malik doing it. Uh, I the the, the retrib- retribution just such a great great addition. Everything else, I'm I'm not sure about though. Ten uh, percent offense for two turns is not great. Nope. <laughs> uh, I, I do like the below 50% health inflict doubt on everyone. That is another good one. Yes. Yeah, I, I do like that one. That was the that was the only two out of the Sith faction that I actually went, ooh, okay. I wouldn't say no to that. I feel like you want one of each if you're a datacron person. Yeah. Yeah. I so, so far I got one Sith one. I only have one that's over uh, level six, and I got the uh, health protection for level three, and then the retribution for level six, and I just left my level six how it is, and I'll see what happens. Mm. So the the one thing that's interesting about these these faction ones, and, and like if you think back to the like when they had the Empire faction ones, and there were some really great ones on, from from that side. 
there's an there you could use them in a lot of different teams because you could split empire you you had a number of empire teams you really need like three sith datacrons and one well probably two and three v three for night sisters and you only need a couple for old republic so you don't really need a lot of the sixes like this is where it's going to be interesting to see how people kind of build out their datacron sets because you don't really need to go past five this this reminds me a lot of the Datacron set that gave you 20% turn meter. Yeah. For each whatever dark side character it was. Because I I re-rolled so many Datacrons to get that specific yeah. Datacron. Because in GAC it was an absolute nightmare if you yeah. had if you had like you were either behind the turn meter train or you, you used it on offense. And you used troopers and just pummeled someone. Yeah. And I feel like with this set of Datacrons, speed is going to be not so much of a factor because you can tailor your Datacrons to so much defense that as long as you return and your mods are good, you you should be able to overcome some of the speed deficiencies you may have. Um, For old now, Old Republic, guys, to be honest, this... This confuses the shit out of me because, <laughs> like, who the f- fuck in GAC is running a, uh, an Old Republic complete team? Like, I don't. And I, someone, <laughs> someone not in, someone not in Kyber one or two who still puts Karth Old Republic on defense because it their opponent doesn't have OG Kylo to solo them. But the thing is, are, are some of these going to be vi- like when, when I first saw this for Old Republic, I'm thinking, okay, is this going to, is this finally going to make Jedi Master Luke a little bit better? Is this going to help him considering you do have elements or can put elements of Old Republic in that team? Normally, the typical team is Jedi Knight Revan and Jolie. Now, you might want to take out Hermit Yoda for Bastila. I think the the way that you approach that set for the Old Republic is you put Jolie with JML and every time you use the Master's training, like whatever the special move is, you call Jolie to assist. Yep. And if you have the level 6 Datacron where Old Republic allies defeat enemies and they can't be revived. I got that. That was one I actually liked. Yep, I put that then. Down. Then you just call Jolie every time, and every time the damage will be based on uh, JML's protection, so it won't matter. And then you can just take out characters that mm. could maybe revive, right? And that's, I mean, but that's so situ- situationally specific that it's not that awesome, right? <laughs> it's not, but then I, 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 I glanced at and really liked the give. Uh, give 10% TM whenever a buff is granted, and my first thought went to Bastila. Well, so, so one, yeah, one of my favorite teams in 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 the game is uh, Knight Revan lead, Knight Luke, Bastila, mm-hmm. Hermit yeah. Yoda, and Old Ben, the, the old start, the old slicker team. That is a great use of that Datacron of that team right there because, think, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and uh. In, in Avant, and I, I actually didn't even think about this either. If, if you put if you put that ten percent turn meter on the JML team, and you put Yoda there, when Yoda spreads the buffs, that should hit him there as well. That that should hit over to to Jolie, and actually, because it's only 
an I old republic. All Jedi. Oh, it's it's what it's oh so it's what an old republic oh. ally grants it. Okay. Yeah. It's not, okay. It's just not That's why I'm granted to them. Okay. Would would really because of how yeah. many buffs she's granting. Right. It's just yeah. gonna fill somebody's turn meter completely. So yeah. you're you're basically just gonna put Bastila with JML and Jolie, and then let that be a squad with two other trash Jedi. Yeah. And then you've got you've got your Jedi Revan and Jedi Knight Luke who can punch up, right? Yep. Yeah. Now I found the uh retribution one to be interesting and I immediately thought of Candorus and a mall team. Yep. That that could be that's an interesting element added because I mean they're already getting so many turns and I mean Candorus is shooting nonstop yeah. to begin yeah. with. <laughs> and again, that's that's another character that if you didn't bring him up because of the Datacron, you know, six months ago or whatever that was, you're probably bringing him up right now for the the raid teams from that side. So um, he's probably doing some damage at this point. You know, if it wasn't for this damn raid, I I, I don't think I ever would have brought Candorus to relegate. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. I don't think yeah. I ever would. Oh, I, I definitely wouldn't have put armor or any of the other Mandos to relegate. That's for sure. Jesus Christ. That was a nightmare. So um, on from Old Republic, we have Night Sisters. Now, man, I, I feel these are... I think Ross, a lot of, It's, think, it's yeah. roster dependent. It's yeah, roster dependent. It is. Oh, a lot oh, of these so are going to be out of reach. A lot of these are out of reach for me, but there are some, some decent ones in here. It, it's good if your Night Sisters are all Relic 5 and you're yeah. willing to take one of them to Relic 7. Like the revive twenty five percent protection, twenty five percent burn meter reduced. The, the Marin one and the zombie one are both very, very good. Yes. That yeah. with a high defense or crit damage. Um, I'm thinking if you have that Night Sister Cron, um, you're gonna open a whole new opportunity for your slicker to counter Lord Vader. So I was so close to being able to take out Jabba with Marin before this datacron that's pretty awesome oh, that's it's, it's going to be done i i think i think it's going to be it's going to be a no-brainer at that that's point. true yeah holy shit yeah, I didn't yeah i'm actually i don't have marin up yet she's at four stars <laughs> but i'm i'm looking forward to watching some yeah. of the content creators counter yeah. java with night sisters because I know I can't do it, and it will be satisfying to watch someone else do it. <laughs> do you think this is going to... Uh, because this the slicker counter against Vader does work, but sometimes yep. RNG gets the better of you. This is just going to make that so much, I, I think, more assured. Yeah. I, the way that, that I, I look at GAC right now, because I, I was playing around with the, the Afro team against... Job like it, it all comes down to how are you going to handle Java right now? Because if, if you can yeah. do it with an off meta, everybody else steps down a tier. So now all of a sudden you've got Kenobi available to go after Lord Vader if that's the way that you want to go after, or he might have had to go after Java from that standpoint. And now all of a sudden you're taking a, a, a character one step up the ladder against kind of one step down on, on, on their side. And I that's why I just I think this Marin thing is going to be such a big difference at, at again to the folks that have her at, at that point but over the next four months i think a lot of people are going to have her i think is is kind of where it's, it's going to yeah. shape out from that side so 
Um, Ally defeated a revive two stacks of plague. I think with Marin, that's just going to be absolutely just like you like teams are just going to melt. Yeah. It's just going to absolutely melt. Yeah. That, that, if you have a set, if you have a seven star Marin, that's and she's in relics. That cron, that's dirty. Yep. That cron's nasty. Small um, tangent here. I just played Jedi Fallen Order for the first time like three or four weeks ago, and I finished it last night. And Marin in uh, Swigo, her kit is awesome. I love her kit so much. Mm-hmm. After playing the game, so mm-hmm. good, so good. So is she a huge part of the game, or just shows up? Uh, a small part, it's but like her, part, but it was important. Her special yeah. ability, where she like draws the thing up out of the ground, super cool. Okay, yeah, super cool. Yeah, I never played it. It's a, it's really fun. She's a huge part of Survivor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she um, is. She is. I, I know this is a little off topic, but they just announced the new Outlaw open world okay. game. And Kyle, Kyle Katarn is in it. I didn't realize I it. Did and there's, there's memes now showing that it's him. So That's pretty is exciting. Because I thought when I saw that, they called that guy somebody else in the video. That doesn't really mean anything. And also, my memory is terrible. So, Well, mind you, my attention to detail is nil. So I'm just resharing what people are saying, and it looked almost yeah. identical to him. But I just, it, well, it I really play, did. It really did. People have not played Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast. It is available on the PlayStation. If you've never played it, you should because that is a great game, and you are Kyle Katarn through the entire game. Yeah. Um, so there was another. There there was two other for Night Sister. Kind of meh. If you get it. It could work. It could be decent. I like. I did like the retribution one. If you have a high potency DACA, that could, that that's some stuns because she does potentially stun more than once. It, the the problem with the Night Sister factions are the most you're ever going to need are two. Period. You you get the two that you need for for three v three or you know for yeah. like a, for two teams in three v three and you're done. Which means. We're all going to be rolling like three out of four are going to be the Night Sisters at the level six because we just don't need it. That that's just the way that RNG kind of works right now. So, yeah, <laughs> there was one for ability block. It's not bad. Um, it's a nice addition because it's it's not really a part of any Night Sister kit. I don't yeah. think there's any Night Sister out there that actually does ability block. So. I think Daka does. Maybe. Daka? I'll stand I'm, corrected if I'm wrong. Let me look it up while you're talking. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure because when I read that, I went, "Does a night sister even do ability block?" I just thought that might be an interesting addition because if you can get the stuns and ability block, that could really hamper a team and slow them up. That's a re- they've used that that ability though before, haven't they? Like that was part of the. I thought it was like maybe the scoundrel kit where it was like you know days if they don't have days, block if they don't have block. I, I seem to think that that was like a, a reused level six from from somewhere else. That was from the droid, the droid cron. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So there's no ability block with Daka, so I will stand corrected. Okay. But there is stun in um, both Asajj and Daka's kits, but no ability block. Yeah, and again, I think with that retribution with Night Sisters, that is not a bad option if you if that's not the one yeah. you want and that's the one you get, that I wouldn't no. necessarily write that off. Yeah, it would be very annoying to like have half your team stunned. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So um, let's move on to the tunes. Uh, we'll start with Sith. To be 100% honest, I'll let you guys take over from here. I, I didn't really see much. I mean, Lobster Trooper could be decent in the Hux lead. I mean, the stealth thing he does is, I guess, okay. Um, well, what, what, do, what do you guys think on Sith? I mean, the only three I had picked out was Lobster Trooper, Savage, and believe it or not, I, I think if Sith Assassin is modded right, you get that bonus turn hitting under protection. You could you could smoke somebody. But that's just so much work remodding her, so <laughs> it's really worth it. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew somebody was going to call me out on that. I knew somebody was. No, I mean, it's, it's yeah, I, I agree, but it's just like, oh, you got to change up your template, and it's, ugh. I know, for such a outdated tune. <clears throat> yeah. I, I probably won't be chasing any Sith level 9 Datacrons because Darth Maul's is trash. Yeah. Uh, Talon's is okay, but I'm not uh, going to take her to 7. She's at 5. Yep. The only two that kind of intrigue me are Sith Empire Trooper and Savage Oppress. And Savage I like. I like Savage, but I I have him at R five. Same here. Yeah, I like Sith Empire Troopers because he's a Leviathan requirement, and it makes yeah. sense. Like if you roll it, then you have it. Yep, it's true. And that's about the extent of <laughs> my <laughs> my level of engagement with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. And actually, my the first R nine that I rolled was Sith Empire Trooper, and and uh, the first chance I get, I'm going to roll out of it because again, 100% offense on a character who hits for 3,000 isn't that great. But again, if it's if you can get it on the team, it, it helps. Uh, that Savage 25%, what is it, 25% turn meter up? Or no, you take 25 whenever, turn meter. Whenever yeah. he deals damage to an enemy, remove 25% turn meter from that enemy. So I, I think with the retribution, I think that could be a little interesting, especially if it's if he's just kind of chipping away at, at a tank at, at that point because he's doing all the counters that way. But yeah, uh, there's not a lot there. No, nothing. And and so this is why I like this Datacron set because there are not level nine Datacrons that make you go, oh, God, I'm going to yeah. be up shit creek if I don't get that one. Yep. Right, like the Chupio Cron, everyone was like, "Oh my god, this oh, is so yeah, good! I yeah. need to get this." And I was like, "I don't want to take Chupio from five to seven, so I didn't." <laughs> and <laughs> I struggled against those Chupio Crons; they were dirty, but they were, they were ruthless. Yeah, this this set is—I don't know—the the Sith ones don't really like seem OP, right? They oh, seem. Man. Yeah, there's nothing out there that really jumps out at you. They seem good, and it will boost a squad, but it's not going to be like, oh my god, I need to like really come in strong with my squad. Well, now that we've uh, discussed uh, discussed Sith, um, there's a couple of things in Old Republic that I went, wow. Um, if I had it, I'd be happy, but I don't, so I'm not going to sweat it. Um, <laughs> Bastila I do have. Um, obviously, because of the Leviathan requirements, Bastila's is pretty damn uh, 
well, I mean, well, that that's her tune. But um, the one for OR is um, OR allies gain 50% TM, protection up 200%, um, older public tanks taunt for one turn. Yeah, no, that's Basilisk. My bad. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, 50% TM, protection up 200%, tanks taunt for t uh, one turn. While protection up, they get 150% tenacity and plus 35% damage. Um, I'll take that. Now, as long as they fix it, that yes. was my question. I yeah. heard yeah. something about that, Pico. And could you clarify that for not just me, but also the audience? Yeah. What What is broken on that? So, this is something we have all done. All right. So, this literally is essentially Bastila's leader ability, but they put it on a Datacron so you can use it when she's not in the leader spot. But what they did is they went into the code and they copied her leader ability with the tag leader on it. So the Datacron is tagged as only working when she's in the leader slot as well. Ugh. So the assumption is, is that it was a mistake. And again, we've all taken that one extra line, probably where you called your boss an asshole that you didn't mean to actually put in that email when you pasted it into an email or something like that. <laughs> so I, I think the, the question is, are they going to fix this in the next content update? And if, if they fix it in the next content update, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. If not, I mean, you gave me her leadership ability twice. That, that's that's cool, I guess. Does it Which double or anything? Does it double the stats or anything like that? I don't think, think so. No. That would yeah, be I, I mean, it'd be worth it then if you double. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 30% uh, turn meter and 400% protection up, yeah. that would be pretty... Yeah, yeah, that's pretty juicy. I'll take that all day. That's yeah. Jedi Master Luke, almost, like, that's... I mean, good luck chewing through that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You will see a resurgence of Bastila, JML, and Watt, and people will be like, God damn it. I thought we got past this. The, the yeah. map got cut in half. And then I come in with Solo Slicker, and it still works. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So the the next one, oh my god, I read this and went, what? And I mean, mine's still only gear twelve, so I'm not. It's not nothing. Obviously, nothing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sweat for the next four months, but it would be Salbar. No mission Val. Mm, oh, okay. On basic allies gain twenty five percent turn meter, and she does basics how often? That no, but but okay. So let me let me read it for you because I have it pulled up. Whenever a mission uses a basic ability on their turn, which is poor wording, it's on her turn, CG, other allies gain 25% turn meter. So basically when it's mission's turn, if you do a basic, everyone else gains 25% turn oh, meter. Oh, so it doesn't matter if she assists. But you're always using her basic unless you're trying to blind someone. Yeah. So, I think it's a like, lot of turn meter still. It's a ton of turn meter. Yeah. And the other thing I liked about it is that if you have her in relics, or especially that high, and you also have Zalbar, they're both scoundrels. So again, yeah. you could, and w considering how big the scoundrel faction is, yeah. you're going to see some teams out there that are going to do some work with that Kron. 3v3? Oh, Absolutely. You're going to see Mission and Zalbar with either Bando or Kira. Yeah. Or dash that would be pretty awesome. What about a, a, a non-leader ability Hondo and just put the three of them together? 
Well, you can't target Hondo. Mission goes in Viz, and you're just beating on Zalbar, and he's just he's just countering you to death. On and Hondo, and Hondo, Hondo is just extorting everyone. Yeah. Oh, so I'm not going to chase this one, but if I land it, my plan in five v five is put her on a Tarful team with Zalbar and see what yeah. happens. There. Yep. So. Yeah. Again, we'll, we'll give it a wing and, and, and see what happens that, that way, but um, yeah. Uh, we'll see if it's any good. Yeah. If you get that, you should put that in your bottom front sector so that okay. people have to <laughs> pick something that they think yeah. will beat it, but they're not sure of. Like, no, yeah. seriously, no shit. They're going to look at that and they're literally going to stare at their phone for the next 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. They know if they go to swiggo.gg, they're not going to see the shit on it. And no. Like, yo, what the fuck? Like, they're going to get, they're going to use a landline to call a buddy to be like, what yeah. do I do here? And then. Then they'll waste some OP squad and get to the back zone and be like, shit, I wasted gas. I shouldn't have wasted gas. Yeah. Well, probably CLS or something to take it out. Yeah. So, so quick segue. Let me tell you guys what it's like to, to face me in, in GAC. <laughs> so I like playing 5v5. I hate 3v3. So oh. I tend to work my way up. Like I, I was at the start of last week, I was in the top 200 for, for 5v5. So I ended up going, I think, uh, seven and two. I will go two and seven and three v three. So I will, I will drift my way down to the bottom of Kyber one. So what happens is, is when five v five rolls around, I get matched up with a lot of people that climbed their way back into Kyber one. That all of a sudden are like, why am I facing an all seven Tarful team, and what the <laughs> hell do I do with? Them? Yeah. And I just and again I pick on them up through like six and zero, oh, and then I fight my way back up to where the people are really good, and they slap my face down, and I roll my way back through again. So it's just there's no answer, there's no data, there's nothing to go on with that. There's nothing. Like you yeah. look at that and go, um, first thought, can I whomp in it? Read the kit. Oh, well, that, no, that won't work. Um, fuck it, we'll just gas it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because that's everybody's response. We're either going to tray it or we're going to gas it. And then later on, as Avon said, oh, shit, you need that team later. Oops. So that was Old Republic. Um, Night Sister. Night Sisters has some, has some interesting ones. Um, I want to mention the zombie first. Yep. Again, loses taunt, remove, or uh, yeah, uh, Night Sister loses taunt, remove 50% turn meter. So much turn meter. Oh, my God. Like, again, this is going to be the answer for those people that struggled with that protection up cron on Lord Vader. Yeah. Yeah. This is that answer. So, can you remove turn meter from Lord Vader? Isn't he immune to turn meter manipulation? Oh, you manipulation? can't remove turn meter from Lord Vader, but the biggest problem with Lord Vader is, is that... With that cron, you need to decimate his supporting cast as yeah, quickly right. as possible to focus him down. If Understood. Yeah. Okay. Anybody, and I, I speak from experience. If you lose anybody before you've nailed any of his team, that fight's pretty much over. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. So, so great. You're going up against Vader team with Thrawn on it. Thrawn fractures zombie. All yeah. of a sudden, every their team just stumps. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 
I forget the number of characters that have like random dispels on things. Or or what what's even better is, you know, super slow zombie and all of a sudden zombie's taunt just expires on his own and you lose fifty percent turn meter because nothing happened. I mean that's I mean that's just garbage that way. And now it makes things interesting. And yeah. now I'm starting to see uh third sister on Vader teams, a Lord Vader yeah. team. Yep. That is no fun to deal with. No. Noxious. I think it's a waste personally, but Yeah, but how annoying is it? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> you hammer away at Reva and then the bitch comes back and Lord Vader's got all this bonus protection. You're banging your head up against this impenetrable wall of bullshit. It's just nonsense. <laughs> um Marin's is good, but again, Pico, what do you think? I think you're probably the only one here on the panel that actually has Marin and relics. Um, I love it. So level, uh, so her plague from the combined level six. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! So I'm pulling up Marin right now. I want to look at my Marin at R seven, oh. and and I have. So I have four potency sets and a health set. So I don't have any offense sets, although I think I've got some offense primaries. And her special offense is 10,000. So you start stacking 2,000 offense on that, or 20, 20% offense on that uh, You know, every time that, that somebody dies. What I think it's really interesting with this team, and, and I know Fatal talked about it with the, the Java team, and I've been trying to play around with it a little bit. You don't bring zombie. Because in this case, you do want people to start dying really quickly you so do. you can start bringing them back and so you can start kind of cycling through on that. But um, I think it's going to be great. That That is, uh, that's the one that I want. I don't like spending crystals on um, Datacron stuff, but I will, if I'm not, if I don't have it kind of as we're kind of pushing into 5v5, I'll start chasing it with, with reroll mats. That makes um, sense. So... Uh, I, I just think it's going to be a fun one. Um, and again, if PvP keeps going the way that it is, I'll do one fight and it will be with them and then I'll let the other guy win and we'll call it a day from that side. But I, I think it's going to be a ton of fun. All right. So I will uh, start to wrap this category up with uh, reroll priorities. Um, really, the level three, the 15%. Yep. I mean... Again, I think the stats in this one are pr pretty good. That if you get decent RNG and they're randomized pretty well, there's you you may end up getting quite a few crowns that you're just like, no, I'm good with that. I'm yeah. not going to waste the resources. Um, Definitely, yeah, I agree. Faction, nah. Um, I mean, if there's something you're really set on, yeah. But again, I. Don't I think in this set you're gonna see a lot less level nines and you're gonna see more you're gonna see more quality of level threes and possibly stats. And for tunes, I mean the only three that's not really on my shopping list is Bastila, Night Sister Zombie, and Savage. That's really it. I don't have Marin, so I'm not even gonna sweat it. Um, that's those are the three. What about uh, Avant? What about you? What you what? What's your shopping list looking like? My level nine shopping list is going to be Bastila and maybe Sith Empire Trooper. And I am going to be so uh, poor with relic materials yeah. that I'm I'm not going to focus on any of the characters because I'm going for Leviathan. Yeah, I don't care about this background set. I'm going to go for Leviathan. Yeah. Same here. 
Bob, what about you, man? Now that you've uh, kind of heard everything about this set, what do you like? And are you gonna are you gonna go after some Krons? What are you gonna do? Uh, I'll just I'll, usually I go for like six to eight uh, to about level six, um, just for generic ones. Because like I said, there's not a lot that I have that I can put towards that. Maybe like like he said, maybe the Bastila ones, the only one that I might go for, um, especially with uh, Leviathan. What what's her requirement have to be? Is it level R five? Seven. You have to have you have to take her to seven anyways. For Leviathan, yeah. Yeah. So Wait, which one was it? Bastila. Yeah. Did, doesn't she have a Datacron? Yeah, Bastila. Yeah, no, Bastila has to be relic seven for Leviathan. So yeah, if you have her at seven, then yeah, if you get if you roll that Cron, and that's I, why I'm gonna go for that one, yeah. just because out of convenience. Because I'm already going, I'm I'm already taking her to R seven very soon so i might as well yeah. go for that anyway so uh yeah that's yep. probably the only one i'll be going for right now that's my first and only level nine cron right now as i did i was lucky enough that i rolled bastila oh cool and it's not going to be game breaking right but it'll be like a good boost if they yeah. debug yeah. it but I, I have no yeah. use for her so now i can pull her out and mess around with the, <laughs> the different teams so well actually three, uh, 3v3 i have a team with her it's her Old Ben and Joe Lee, and there's no offense, but it's a pain in the ass for people to get through. I think that will be actually a good squad for you in your GAC bracket. People yeah. will be yeah, definitely yeah. frustrated with that team all the time. Yeah, it's great, <laughs> especially in the back row. Um, it's pretty mm -hmm. nice, especially people have kind of depleted their rosters and look at that and go, God damn it. Yep. Why can't I beat this goddamn yeah. squad? <laughs> it, it's it's like the Ewok lead Geonosians. I love that team. That was such a fun team. <laughs> Have you ever tried it? Chirp, Chirpa and the Geos, right? Yeah, Chirpa lead with Geos. Oh, and there's, oh, it's just, geez. if you can get them going, like, it's insane. You can catch people off guard. But mine aren't relic at all or anything, so I don't really use that anymore. Pico, what's your shopping list looking like for this set? Yeah, uh, Basila, Savage, Marin, um, Probably the opposite order of that, uh, and then if I can run across mission, uh, I'll I'll take a shot at it. But uh, I just even, even though I've got a lot of the characters at R seven, there's just no use for them. I mean, it's like the Candorous one. Oh, like awesome! There's another Candorous Datacron. Oh, it's got to be under an old Republic lead. That's never going to happen. Yeah. So it's uh, you know it, again. Well, was that, was that one for Candorous? Was that that's only Old Republic that wouldn't work in a multi? No, I think it, I think it's the Candorous one said it, he's got to be under a lead. I'll, under I'll tell you if Candorous has an Old Republic ally in the leader slot at the yeah. start of battle. Shit. Okay, yeah. I, so, I misread that. Damn so you're gonna have you're gonna have to put him with Karth. Yeah. Oh no. God. So no. get out get out your relic five Karths. Said no one. <laughs> Uh, I just think that some people will pull the, some people will pull the trigger on these old republic. Some whales are going to do it. I think that's just bait to get them to do it. How convenient that Maw picked, or sorry, Caw picked. Uh, we're going to go on hiatus for this yeah. Datacron set. <laughs> yeah, this is like the worst one yet, right? I mean, the, the stats are good. I actually think the stats are decent. You can make some really good crowns out of this, but... But the, the Relic 9, the Relic 9s uh, are not... Or, sorry, the Level 9s are not what the yeah. other uh, the other sets have been. 
Yep. And I kind of consider that a favor because now I don't have to really invest as much into Cron Quest as I normally would. I think it's what the player base wants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I do. I do too. Yeah. Um, look, I I get the 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 ask to have Datacrons bringing it off, you know, and off meta counters and those things, but I. I'm okay with us not having massively overpowered level nines and that can fundamentally change the game. I just want them to be fun and I can do cool things with them from time to time. Like, I think the Mara Jade one is perfect. You can't really do anything different with Mara Jade than you could before that, but it's easier and it's a little bit more fun that way. It makes uh, her better to attack with. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't make her ridiculous when you put Mara Jade under EP on defense. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, like, still beatable. She's still beatable, but she's a better attacker. Yeah. Yeah. Which Absolutely. is what everyone who enjoys GAC has always wanted. <laughs> Don't give me some stupid shit that I have to overcome with a level nine data cron. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, yeah. that's true. That's true. Like the Dodge Crons. We oh, all God. those. Yeah. Vader with 80% dodge and just, you know, whiff sauce all day. And you lose, and you just want to throw your phone. So. I did a few times. <laughs> so now that we've ended this segment, um, for, for all you that are listening, please um, follow us on Twitch, uh, follow us on YouTube, check out our podcasts on Spotify, Anchor, check us out wherever you can. Also, uh, please check out the Hollow Table News Network with Pico Burrito and Celia Xera. Um, so... The next topic, and I know Avant, you've been looking forward to this because I know you and you and Pico really do uh, do deep dives on this kind of stuff. So I'm going to let you take it away um, for the next exciting segment of thrift shopping with Avant. So, what do we got in the thrift store today? Okay, so today's thrift shopping is themed around Leviathan and the Leviathan requirements. Lots and lots of materials from the Java Scavenger are needed. So I wanted to just quick go over how you can get those materials and not foolishly spend crystals or foolishly spend gear pieces that you shouldn't be salvaging. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of these things you get passively, but you should be farming your 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 stuff with your energy in, in in some way. So let's let's just start from if you go into the Java Scavenger um, store, I guess you'll call it. We'll start with we'll start on the left and we'll work our way to the right. Carbonite circuit boards. If you need material for this, light side normal, one C or one D. This will give you lots and lots of pieces like in multiples for for this type of salvage you can also wait for there's this pack that comes around for 500 crystals where it's a gambling pack and i never like to gamble with packs but it's not money it's crystals so if you hoard up crystals you can use those crystals and it's 500 and i think you get somewhere between 100 to 250 or 300 pieces and if I'm really short on circuit boards, every once in a while, I'll buy one or two of those. And yeah, not like I buy really... these. I feel like it's easier just to buy the 900 crystal thing for 180. It's, it's very helpful because like when you get real short, it'll really boost your levels up. I'll, I'll buy like one or two and I'll boost myself up over like 
500 circuit boards and it's it's good um and so that that's circuit boards in a nutshell light side 1c 1d on uh, normal mode uh bronzium wirings everyone's most popular bottleneck <laughs> do not buy this 500 crystal pack when it comes around the same so the crystal pack i'm talking about they have it for each piece that you can get from the scavenger the only ones worth it are the circuit boards and zinbittles. Some people will tell you zinbittles, maybe not. I think it's a, a decent deal, but definitely not the bronzium wirings. If you need bronzeums, you need to be farming light side 7B uh, normal, which is the Chirotech node. Mm -hmm. And then, then you're getting multiple pieces of the um, Mark V data pads, and you need Chirotechs. So, if you can spare it, you should be doing at least a 50 crystal refresh on the Cairo node and getting some of these, and you'll just constantly be getting an influx of bronzium wirings. Um, if you can do more, more is better, but... So what um, pieces do we need to be crafting? That's what I want to know. Uh, that's coming up. Okay, go ahead. My bad. Ne next piece in, from the scavenger, chromium transistors. You do not need to salvage or sell anything. You need to be in the guild store, um, which it's the guild activity store. And if you scroll down to the fourth row, it'll be the first one on the left. There you will find a piece that will give you, let's see, sorry. It's your... MK7 Blast Tech Weapon Mods, and you can buy 10 of them for uh, like 100 or 150 guild yeah. credits, and it gives you 33 chromium transistors. Mm. This is a steal. Yeah, very good. So yeah. literally every time the store refreshes, I will go to the guild store, and I will see if those are available, and I will buy them. And so... You're not getting this guild currency from the raids anymore, but you're gonna use this currency that you get from like daily things, and then um, there's a couple other things you get it with like TW yeah. wins and losses, um, and you can use it there. And there's it, a really good use of that resource in that that regard. So um, personally, I always have tons of chromium transistors, and I, I'm never short on them because I always buy these pieces. Same here. So, the same and, thing. Yep. Those are the MK7 Blast Techs, and it's a, it's a blue piece. So you'll look at it and think, oh, that doesn't look useful. It's very useful. But the other one that I use there from time to time, especially if I can't find the Blast Techs, are the Mark 7 Maws. I think they're the, they're the, the rectangle-shaped ones. Yes, um, and you, you can fully craft them. Yeah. And because the salvage for that seems to be one of those, like, I don't know if it's, I think they, the salvage pieces come out of the, the, the coin part of the, the featured shipments. So I just, I have a big stockpile of them for some reason for through over the years. And it's, it's another one that's kind of added up for me. Those are good, but the limitation with those, I'll get it pulled up here. Give me one second. Where's it at? So the limitation with those is when you go to craft them, it requires, um mk1 stun cuffs and so you can run out of those okay um but yes it uh has the same uh relative value as the piece that i buy in the store 
So, but you have to fully craft them. It can't just be the 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 salvage. It has to be the full um, MK7 BAW armor mods. So you have to craft the full mod, and then it will have very good value. Yeah, that's a very good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, um, why do I feel like I'm like prepping to go to the grocery store when I enter the guild activity <laughs> store now? You are. You, yeah. you need a list, and you need to look <laughs> through the store and make sure you buy it before anyone else does. <laughs> and that's the thing. You can actually go in, like, when you're about to, to relic a character and you're converting stuff, you know, pay attention to what every piece is worth and what it what it converts to and that's that's where i learned and some of the things that ivan has talked about um yeah those are the pieces you really want to go after and there's certain currencies that again you've been playing this game for a while there's certain currencies you use for certain items yeah yeah certain things and again it's a big gear economy game once you once you do it for like four or five days you'll scroll through the store and you'll be like, oh, I need that, I need that, I yep. need that. And then you just scroll past all the other stuff and it's extraneous, but you'll, you'll get used to it. Yeah, because everything else is a distraction. Everything yes. else is, ooh, look at me. And you go, no, 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 I could buy that, but I'm not going to. I'm going to stay the course. Okay, so the scavenger, the next piece, erodium heat sinks. Oof, those goddamn things literally the only thing you should be spending on these is mk3 hollow projectors 100%. the fully crafted ones yeah. though not the salvage pieces because the conversion rate is different so go in and if you don't have any fully crafted ones you just hold click and hold on the the fully crafted piece and then craft pieces so right now I have over a thousand of the salvage pieces. Holy shit. And it takes 20 per piece. Yep. And you just craft them. And and so it going back to like how do I spend my gear or sorry, my currency? Your your guild store, you can buy those MK7 things to get your um tra chromium transistors. You can also buy the uh, hollow projector salvage pieces with that if you have an excess and then those, if you really yeah, those, don't those pieces you're converting i buy those all the time and, and another thing you can do is with the new crate raid currency the mk1 you can buy hollow projector salvage with that yeah you this can also you can also buy uh carbontes and stun guns and all that kind of stuff but eventually you'll get to a point where you don't need more of those. And then you just start buying things to create salvage. And, and it's important to note on the heat sinks is that all of the other items that you can, you can craft. So like the full Carboni or the full stun cuffs take 50 salvage pieces. The reason why the Mark threes are so important is that it only takes 20. Yeah. So and it's, it's 20 for 250 as opposed to 50 for 250. It's just a much better deal that way. Way, way back before they did any of this guild uh, or currency change stuff, I used to, like when it was just Ray and Slicker and I needed erodium heat sinks, I would buy the uh, erodium heat sinks, or I'm sorry, not erodium heat I would buy the hollow projectors with crystals because it was 300 crystals yeah. for one. And then they kind of changed the gear economy, so it's all a mute point now. But 
Yes. Uh, by, you need to be crafting the hollow projectors. That, that's the way for the erodium heat sinks. So, Avant, uh, we have a first-time chat. Fred Sion, thank you for coming. No, we, yeah, I was just about to mention that. He has a good question for you. Um, so, good question here. He says, are any of the bronzium, chromium, or the erodium daily deals ever worth it? I have never bought one. Me neither. Neither have I. I think that it depends on where you're at in the game, but like relative crystal value, I don't think it's very good. The the whole point of them is that they put them in the front of the of the deals to try to lure you in, and I don't think they're good value. Yeah, the the only ones that I have ever purchased are, um, I I get offered uh, seven arrow magnifiers for 1600 crystals but again where where i am that's that's a that's a relatively good value because i can't get arrow magnifiers anywhere else like that that's the the big piece for me but otherwise that i just i haven't really seen it outside of every once in a while you'll kind of get a bluebird of like 100 shards of a character but again, it's very, very specific that, that you need on that on that side. So yeah, I have an issue with arrow magnifiers too. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, bones. If there's any uh, chat questions, let me know because I don't have chat pulled up right now. So okay, please gotcha. interject. Well, we just saw that, and and hey, thank you for the uh, thank you for the first time chat. We we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. To, to all the new guys, thank you guys for coming by. It means a lot. He said he has one offering 10 shock prods and 10 Nubians, five blue signal data, five MK3 ability mats, and 150k credits for 800 crystals. You can get 25 shock prods for 700 crystals, so that's a bad deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. We normally do overpriced beer and hot wings, and normally on a smasher or smash or pass, I'm going to say pass on that. Yeah, it's a pass. Yeah, it's definitely a pass. Okay, next piece from the scavenger is the Electrium Conductors. And the higher you get into Relic characters, the more scarce you're going to get on these bad boys. Mm -hmm. And the best advice I have is craft the pieces to fully, like, fully made pieces instead of salvage and then give them to the scavenger. Because if you just give the the salvage pieces, it it gives you some, but if you take a fully crafted piece, you're taking the salvage plus the other purple gear required to make the full piece, and you're getting a lot more for your value. And so if all you do is ever give the salvage instead of the fully crafted pieces, you're going to end up with an excess of that purple gear and it's just going to sit there and do nothing for you. So you might as well fully craft them and then get more for your for your gear and get more electrium conductors. Uh, Zin Biddle cards. See, grind them out. <laughs> grind, grind them out. And it, they're hard because Gear 12 Plus pieces are so valuable and you feel trashy farming them just to salvage them <laughs> yeah that's and where that's my, why... uh, my raid currency goes uh those and, impulse detectors and zimbiddle yes. cards. And, and so that's why you use your new raid currency the mk2 and buy whatever you need to salvage and then also 
if you have crystals, like the 500 crystal pack gives you four to 12 Zen Biddle cards for 500 crystals. That's actually not a bad deal, yeah. to be honest. It's really not. For 500 and crystals, you could score big. I bought four of them two days you ago. This. That's right. That's right. And I got eight, eight, 12, and four, which I feel very happy about. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a really good spend. Um, and of course, they gave, I bought, I got eight, eight, and 12, and I was like, ooh, I could do one more. Here's four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, CJ had to, you know, give you the, the, the fuck you at the end. Classic. Yeah. Classic gambling check. Oh, yeah. yeah let's get real. And then the, uh, yeah. the higher ups at CG went, whoa, whoa, that guy. Let's that get him right hyped. There? Get him hyped. Get him hyped. Yeah. Crash. Yeah, let's crash him back <laughs> gonna, down to Earth. Going to split those kings in front of me in blackjack. Because yeah, right. I'm feeling it. You go all in with pocket kings and your opponent has pocket aces. Yeah. Me- uh, meanwhile, yeah. the dealer throws out blackjack and just. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Im- impulse detectors. I, same thing. You got to use your new raid currency, buy this stuff, salvage it. It's going to feel real dirty just buying it to give it to the Jawa. But if you want Relegate and Relic 9, that's the necessary evil. Gear to keypads. You can do the same thing, but I personally have been using the new raid currency with the MK3 and buying gear to p- keypads with it. And I'm going to have to do like a little stat crunch or stat conversion to take a peek at that, but I feel like that's the best thing to do. Do you feel like, though, and, and question for you, Avant, for, for those keypads, is that something that, that a player should look at only when they're looking to make that jump from a 2 and from 8 to 9? Yes. Like, is that something they shouldn't even sweat at the moment until they get to that point they want to make that leap? Do you know how many keypads I have right now? No, I know I have I have 15 because I'm going to build up 40 for my Leviathan requirements and then I will build up more when I want to take someone to R9 but I'm not going to stash them just because they cost so much the the value of what you have to give up for them is so steep and me as a a free to play I'm I'm not going to put value into stocking something I'm not going to use so let me let me throw another variation of that out. What are your thoughts on keeping 20 in reserve? And that might not be spend everything to get to 20, but look, every every raid cycle I'm going to pull into every uh cuz we can also get it as part of the TV cycle. Maybe every TV cycle I'm going to pull in 3 so yeah. that I'm sitting on 20 so that if and when the next set of requirements come in, I don't have to worry about farming those up. I'm, I'm ready to take one to nine. That would be better planning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, and it'll, the, the only reason for that is because you're, com- you're pulling them out of the shop, you're time bound. You can only get it so many times. And if, you know, it's, it's yeah. one of those, you know, if you sleep in on a Saturday and you miss, you miss three of your stores, you only get two of your stores, that kind of sends you back a little bit further from that, that side. So... This also depends on your level of PvP because if you're in Kyber 2 and Kyber 3, your opponent doesn't have a ton of R9s. Yeah. So you yeah. don't need to have a stash of keypads to get R9s. Um, but if you're in like the higher PvP end, like where you're at, then yep. it makes more sense to have that like rainy day stash. 
Um, but if you're like below Kyber two, it, it doesn't. Yeah. It's not really a top priority. I think there's better ways to spend your resources. Like, I'd rather take more tunes to to relic level than than stash some keypads. Sure. Yep. I had just, twenty. Just for, had, for depth had, of roster. Up and then. The, I mean, I knew the Darth Revan thing was coming anyway. I know yeah. Pico and I had talked about it. But I had to. I had to put Revan to nine, and now I'm sitting on nine. Yeah. <laughs> I nine, now I got nine. That's it. And that'll wrap it up for uh, Thrift Shopping, uh, Scavenger Edition. Outstanding. Um, so every episode, we're going to be doing this Thrift Shopping with Avant. He's going to have very good info for you guys on where to put your hard-earned resources so please stay tuned for that segment very informative avant always does his homework and has really good stuff yes sir Um, the last quick topic i want to hit on before we go to viewer questions and to be honest i take no credit um i happen to be i was on i was um lunchtime at work and i just happened to hit up youtube and i saw that our friend he's 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 been on here i know pika no uh knows him Celiac Sarah does create expectations with him, but Zareth prevails. Zareth had put out a video about a few things that have been data mined, and it I found it I found it very interesting. Um, he has a an opinion backed up by some pretty good evidence that the next GL could be upon us, and it very well could be Endor Leia. Zareth had put out that um, three marquees had been data mined. There was also some Bad Batch packs. There was also Ewok packs, Ewok bundles. <laughs> so what do you guys think about this? Are we on that time frame? Is this a lovely moment where CG throws us a capital ship and drains our resources and then looks for a big GL payday? Um, I'll let anybody kick off the topic. What do you guys think? Does this argument hold? Does, is what Zareth said hold some water? And is 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 this going to happen? What is it about Bad Batch that makes people think it's Leia? Well, no, it's just that that was another thing that was data mined that there was some there was going to be some packs for Bad Batch, but I think they're still CG is still going to do that because people are still trying to get Lord Vader. Well, here's my thing. I think they're throwing a curveball because they've heard this for what six months now that we expect uh, indoor Leia. Now, mind you, I think that it makes the most sense. It's the anniversary. Leia deserves yeah. to be a GL. Like, let's be real. But don't be surprised if all of a sudden it's like, whoa, it's something else because we get we all guessed Jabba. Um, they could throw you a curveball. They could just be putting that in there because. To make you get some Ewok packs. But I feel like there's so much going in the game right now. You've got Leviathan. You've got Cal. You've got uh, Jedi Survivor Cal. These events are due, due to hit. We're due for a Leviathan kit, I would think, pretty soon. These come out a week or two later. Why not, CG? Why not, Dry? Hey! I mean, wasn't it... Um, I mean, again, aren't we kind of in? I mean, no one can claim that CG is consistent with, you know, well, <laughs> predictably consistent, but it just kind of makes sense. And if three new marquees have been data mined, something's coming, and everyone is going to be spent yeah. on resources. Absolutely, just we're so broke, we can't afford to pay attention. 
And it's very plausible. So, so let me ask the question. If you're out of resources and they drop a Galactic Legend, does it matter? No. Because me, it's always no. it's always gonna be there. Like that 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 that's the that's the same thing. It's it's kind of let's look at Leviathan and, and Galactic Legends differently than we look at Cal. Because Cal's time bound. And that that's the that's the big where the, the big like resource drain comes into place. But if the plan is to to release a Galactic Legend one, we've got a six month run or not a six month run. We we've got a three month run probably before we see it. It'll be a it'll be a fall character is, is when it comes out. But mm-hmm. it's going to be there at your pace. And you know, we saw this for a lot of people that that when Java hit and not everybody had him day one. And yes, there were there were the haves and the have nots, but frankly the, the haves and the have nots kind of broke up in the way that it was the folks in the top end of K one that 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 had him and that were dealing with it. And yeah, there were folks that got pushed out that way. Look, I went nine and zero the first the first month that I had Java only because I could put him in front. And no one else had him there. Like I, I got the full advantage of that. But um, the this is a pattern. Like we the 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 least surprising thing of of Galactic Legend Leia being released is that we're getting a Galactic Legend. We just get one in the fall now. That's kind of the way that's that's always aligned to from that that side. Uh, I do think it's hard. If, if it's not, man, if it's not, I, I don't. It's I, starting to look weird that it, that it's not at this point. I think the bigger question is not is it going to be GL Leia, but you know how they map stuff out. They brought out Jabba, and the whole yeah. point of Jabba was that he was needed for TB because he has nodes through TB. Yep. needed him for the crate raid. So once the crate raid gets old, you're going to have the next iteration yeah. of the raid. And then the next OP squad is going to be what? Slay Leia. Gonna, if, it's, if it's Endor Leia, it's going to be the Death Star raid. Yep. Right? And, I mean, that excites me. Why do why do you get that from that? I, I mean, she doesn't have a ship or anything. Well, because it's it's going to be thematic, right? So the the next raid could be Death Star raid, and it's going to be like that, like Return of the uh, Return of the Jedi squads. So like yeah. I think Rebel fighters. Shit. I mean, how long we've we been asking for the Red Five yep. and the, the Red people and shit, you know? And but I, I mean, bring people back as well. That would be really cool, and I would enjoy that very much. Yeah. And and I do think it will be Rebel uh, or Endor Leia. I think, and I think we should speculate about what the marquees are going to be because I have one that I'm very excited. If they release it, it will maybe make me want to spend. I I'm telling you right now, if the first marquee, which would totally let the cat out of the bag, if it's Old Man Endor Rex. I'm dropping dollars. <laughs> I'm dropping dollars. I'm sorry. The I'm character good. that would excite me more than Endor Rex would be Nine Numb. Oh, I'd be oh, down. Shit. I'd That's be down for that. <laughs> That's a hot take. I would love Nine Numb in the game. In fact, if your Discord friends with me, my picture. <laughs> um, yeah. And there's one Ewok missing in the game as well that they could make. Yeah. And that's Teak. Okay. And that's, from, from that's, the Ewok movie. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, 
that's another thing that leads me to really think that that it's going to be Endor Leia because if you look at the rest of the entire roster of this game, if they want to implement if they want to implement another legend, what is left that people have not really invested in? Yeah. Ewoks. Yep. Ewoks. They are absolute shit. And maybe some shit like Rebels. You know what I mean? That. Yeah. Like there, there's, I mean. Other than Pico wanting to do Phoenix, what other real shit squads are out there that people have yeah. not really put a lot of time in? I mean, there's still quite a few players that haven't invested in their geos. Lobot. Most of the player base have yeah. not put shit into their Ewoks. And a lot of people, again, other than Pico, are not even sweating Phoenix. So I'd be it, I'd be cool to have an indoor Luke as well. They kind of be like a that'd be hit like a lifter. Or like a, a Captain Han Solo, like uh, or not Cap, not Captain Han from uh, Hoth, but like. But Han uh, like in the camo jacket when they yeah. put hand on Endor, you know, he's wearing like and, that trench coat. And, so the, like Endor Han, uh, Nine Numb Scout Trooper. Um, uh, you could do an ADAT driver or the ATST driver. Yeah. Uh, one, could we please get the Han Solo where he basically walks out onto Endor in like the black pants and a white shirt and a vest and something? Like, you cannot go out in the woods like that. It's like, great, give me a duster. And he just puts like a jacket on and it doesn't really blend in. It's just, just like, yeah. you know, this one we do. Uh, I have the figure of that one actually. <laughs> you know, the what I was thinking is, is we're talking about this, and again, it, where's the game going to go? How cool would it be? Like, you know, we got that 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 mid-cycle uh, counter for uh, the executor when they when they did the First Order stuff. Like, what if they brought in the A-Wing and the B-Wing and all of a sudden it turned mm. uh, Ak- Akbar's ship into, like, the counter for the Leviathan in, like, six to nine months? Because, again, those are... I, I know everyone wants Red 5, and I don't know, I, I have opinions on that, but we don't have an A-Wing, we don't have a B-Wing, and those were, like, the coolest things in the world. When I, I was, love like, the B-Wing, man. That's, the, yeah, that, the that's my is... number one. That's my the B-Wing is super cool. I had the toy. The it was cool. I remember when I was a kid, I had that as a toy, and it was one of the coolest yeah. Star Wars ships they had. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's cool. I agree. They could also bring in the Mantis. The Mantis would be pretty cool. All right, now i got to look that one up, because I'm forgetting which one the Mantis was. That's from uh, Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah okay. Is- I can't believe I didn't remember that because I don't. Yes, that's an awesome ship. That's that's a that's a phenomenally great sh- ship. It's from that side, so, so cool. The little like arm, how it like yeah builds. Who pilots it? Is it a Seer Junda? Okay, Seer in, in Greece, like a an eight armed weird alien yeah. dude. Well, that um, could definitely happen. Um, for sure, even soon. Yeah, but I definitely, I definitely think Zareth was kind of on to something when he did his video. Did his video about you know three marquees. All of a sudden, we're gonna they're gonna start dropping some Ewok packs. I mean, it's well, what would be great is if if the so if they're gonna if they're gonna be Leia, let's get a couple of characters for her squad. We'll figure out who else slots onto that. Yeah, but let's get an Ewok lifter with this as well. That's completely separate. Let's not try and attach a, a, an Ewok to, to Leia, and mm-hmm. let's get two really good teams coming out of that that we can just go have fun with from that that side. So it would be fun to elevate Ewoks. It would. Yeah, 
It would because they're absolute trash. They're like if they could somehow have like anti-imperial synergy where they could just like completely stun and kill stormtroopers and like somehow kill Starkiller. <laughs> like, <laughs> so it would be it would be like equivalent to you know when someone has like ten chihuahuas and she just starts yeah. sick and like you just sick and he walks on people. I would be down. It'd be kind of meme memeable. But I still wouldn't be mad about that. Seeing her just having Ewoks just running over people like crazy. Only if Wicket hits himself in the face. <laughs> yeah, he's got to do the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. how come that's okay, but Jar Jar isn't? It's the yeah. same thing. You got fucking Jar Jar, and we're not going there. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> yeah. But but you've got to figure. It'll be Old Man Rex, it'll be Duster Han, and then somebody in, in that mix would, would be my Nine, favorite. no, nine, no. Also, I mean, I want a scout trooper. Those are my yeah. favorite those are my favorite stormtroopers. I love the way they looked and everything, so we don't have one of those either. And that's the funny thing. Scout troopers are actually already in the game. They just gotta give them a kit. Yeah. Well and it it kind of feels like if they put Scout Trooper in you you make them an Imperial Remnant and you finally actually finish off the Moff Gideon Imperial Remnant team that is just terrible. And, and give them minus, minus 40% accuracy. <laughs> yeah, because like the, the Marquis aren't required yeah. to be light side, right? They can come yeah. out with dark side that uplifts other ones. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be directly tied to her. Probably just like Return of the Jedi is what I'm seeing. Yeah. Make them point their scout pistol at you and just completely miss yeah. every time. And, yeah. and when they fight against Bam, you can punch Yoda and the little baby Yoda <laughs> in the sack. Say, like, you know, if they if they happen to punch Bam, um, he instantly dies because they hit the baby. Yeah, <laughs> sky's the limit. Yeah. So let's uh, let's move on into some of our user questions and comments because there was actually some really good ones in there, and then we will. Yeah, let's do it. Up. And again, people, please follow us on Twitch. Um, help us out. Um, every follower helps, gets us to affiliate. Um, once we hit affiliate, we are going to have some um, exciting things for people that subscribe and different things we're going to do. Like I said, um, the old man will embarrass himself by doing an impersonation of Arnold Schwarzenegger for a segment or <laughs> Watto for a segment or, no, I'm not doing fucking Jar Jar. You better like that <laughs> like subscribers for that. yourselves, baby. Come on, guys. You know you want it. Torture oh, yeah. this man. Torture him. <laughs> I'd like to get, get to the point where we do some, uh, you know, gift cards for subscribers and things like that. So stay tuned, folks. A lot more good stuff is coming. So what do we got uh, for viewer questions? I'm going to leave that to you, man. Or who wants to do it? Because I can't yeah. click off. Nope, I got it. Okay. I've got it. I've got this it. Um, shit, where is it? Um, that would be under, yo. Comments and questions. Trixie little hobbitses. No little hobbit. So when I did the episode thing. Okay. <clears throat> so just trying to get the date here right. Uh, takes the 15th. I put that out a couple days ago. So this is hold on, uh, this is a little random, but uh most of us wouldn't even be right here if it wasn't for Paul from Escape Podcast, and he just got out of surgery, so he was good. I just wanted to say oh, that he, did? he just posted oh. it. I just wanted to say that. Um, okay, well, I hope he's doing well. Like um, I just saw it on Discord, so I just wanted to say that because a lot of people yeah, here no, know Paul. 
prayers to Paul from the uh, Escape Podcast. Let's hope he let's hope he's resting comfortably and doing well. He's smiling. Yeah. He's over there smiling, so it looks like everything went well. So one I'll- of the first Star Wars podcasts I listened to was uh, was his podcast with him and Scotty. So, yeah. Yep, he he he's the reason I'm here. I, but I'm sorry, buddy. Go ahead. I didn't mean to. <laughs> oh no, you're good. I'm trying to get myself situated. Um, one person I can't remember who had a really interesting question. It was about the time management thing about the game. But um, oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, do you do you remember that one? I'm trying to find it. I mean, I let's I let's come I can... together sometime and try to figure out how we can uh, organize these questions. <laughs> yeah, well. The uh, the the thread in our Discord server gets a little bit jumbled with. Uh, yeah, it does because other people throw in <laughs> comments and. But yeah. that's, it's usually um, me talking something stupid. So uh, Sternbach from the Good Morning Korriban show actually, um, I don't know if it was a question or more of a comment. He said, "I'm curious because, and again, it doesn't shock me because he's a diehard First Order fan." Sternbach says, "I'm curious how Finalizer will do against Leviathan." Odds are it will get obliterated, but Kylo Ren's shuttle has that sneaky ability that removes turn meter on enemy reinforcements. Could be an effective block against the new uh, Mark VI reinforcement insta-kill. Um, that's not a bad thought. It makes more sense because isn't that fleet somewhat more new than what uh, Profundity is? The finalizer? No, I'm I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the other one with Scythe. Never mind. Never mind. Well, no, the the first order fleet I know is is a good counter against um the executor. But I don't know. I don't I'm I don't know. What do you guys think? Was that first order fleet counter was was that intended or was that something do you think they just overlooked and happened to work? I I think it was intended. Um, I'm going to answer this question a little differently. So, so 19, we'll call it 1994. Uh, I was a freshman at the Ohio State University, and a friend of mine worked for the the athletic department and was good friends with uh, Joe, Joseph Scott Galloway. You may know him as Joey Galloway, 15 year NFL veteran. Um, and mm-hmm. and I got a couple of I got a couple of drinks in me one night, and I challenged Joey Joey to a 40. <laughs> Because again, my thought process was, I've go. got a good twitch. All I needed was just to get off the line, and I could beat him. Did you take your shirt off to try to intimidate him? Like you had to get in his head a little bit, right? <laughs> I was. I actually, I pointed out that I was taller than he was, and, and I'm like five nine. But um, in theory, it was going to work. In practice, it just blew up in my face. All that's right, so awesome, yeah, that that's that's the finalizer's chance. Is it's you know. Me thirty years ago racing Joey Galloway drunk in a street. So like, yeah, like it lasts. It lasts for like three turns, and you're getting your hopes up. You're doing good, and it's just boom. You're done. And then then you trip because you had a couple a couple whiskeys and and it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I love it. That's perfect. Liquid Shorts had a question. Um, longtime listener, I'm wondering your thoughts on Leviathan's eventual sister fleet. These things come in pairs as CG sells problems and solutions. Also, how much weight do you give to Trench being named Admiral, as most capital fleet owners have a military title? Meh. Yeah, I'm, I think Trench was, they just had to name that, but I don't, 
I was optimistic, but at this juncture, I don't think there's any plans for a. I don't think there's any plans for another fleet coming out of after this for a while. Well, I see this as the companion to profundity. That's the way I look at it. I don't see. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like you said. I don't know. I don't see one coming anytime soon either. No. I I expect that I expect we'll be having this conversation in twelve months. Yeah. About what the next fleet yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Agreed. But who it is, I don't know. What's going to be interesting is what's the next like random ship that we get in conquest that kind of starts the whole cycle off or something like that. Yeah. B-wing would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that whole idea uh, is pretty cool. Like the Return of the Jedi kind of fleet. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, what about it not being a new capital ship, but in 12 months, we actually just get a new chase ship that resets a fleet metal with an existing capital ship, like, I don't know, Home One. And yeah. they finally just, they do a, they do a chase for, or they do, they do a, they do this capital ship thing, but they do it for uh, Red Five. And that's how they actually flip it in. Instead of bringing a new capital ship, they just refresh Home One. I could buy that. And yeah, and people are gonna buy the marquees out the ass. We they've been wanting this forever now. Uh oh, it locked up. Lucia, you having some internet problems? Because I think we froze. Yeah, I lost Bob. Yeah, can you guys see me or hear me? I can hear you now, yeah. Yep. Okay. I just don't know if our Twitch feed is still going. Yeah, we're not. Just give it a second. I don't know how to get it to automatically reconnect. Damn it. It's saying it's trying to connect. If you guys can see I don't know how to get it to retry. Shit. Logan, by the way, I also we're have back. the uh, we're, we're the podcast comments up. Oh, do you? Okay. I do, yeah. Okay, we're back. Oh, we're back. Yeah. We're, we're we're rolling. We're still going. Okay. So, um, Garuka. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. I really do. And greetings from Holland. Like, Hello. no shit. Right across across the pond. Um, thank you for listening, and thank you for the question. And this is an outstanding question Agreed. that we will be able to talk about for a few minutes because this is important. Um, <laughs> hi all. Thanks for the podcast. Makes the travel to work go a lot faster glad we can help you out um that's outstanding we appreciate you listening i have a question how much time do you all spend on this game (laughs) (laughs) um too much how much is that how much is that in game and how much on other stuff discord videos podcast and finally (laughs) i love this one yeah what do your wife slash partners slash families think about that time spending? <laughs> uh, like, don't hold back, home, homie. <laughs> Just let it go. Throw us under the bus. That works. That works. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm hoping my, yeah, see, my, my partner went to bed. So, um, yeah, I'm obviously not next to her, and here I am. So, yeah. so I'm going to go first. I'm to answer this first um i'm, I'm uh, no I'll, I'll answer this later i'll go ahead i'll go ahead um so how much time i spent i mean it'd take me a minute to count it up but let's i'll just break it down probably two hours minimum 
in in game depends on what's going on. Maybe more. Um, yeah. If nothing's going on, then probably an yeah. hour. Um, content creation. My goodness, not as much now that I Twitch, but when I was doing YouTube, my God, hours because you have to edit, you got to do yeah. all this stuff, and you actually have to make it, and then and it's just you know you're rendering your videos, you're uploading them. It's very I, I quit doing it because Twitch I can hit live I, we can be us and just chill um, yep. and everything else so now that I've done that not as much so let's say I do probably five to six hours a week on content creation um, that's about it right I mean on Discord I only spend time on there because you guys are my only friends so uh, of course uh, I I don't know how long I, I don't know how long I sit there and stare at it but. Uh, as far as my uh, wife and how she is, she's awesome. They don't watch any of my streams or any of my videos, but they're very supportive. And she'll hear like a content creator's voice, and she'll be like, "Oh, is that Arnold? Are you watching Arnold? Are you watching Mobile Gamer?" <laughs> so she she's yeah. supportive. She is cute, and she uh, is very cool about it. Yeah, I I spend a lot of time in Discord. I spend a lot of time either like in the Three Scoundrels channel or my guild channel or like just checking out different things. Cause I do follow a couple content creators. I watch a lot of content like YouTube content. I'll like put it on my aux cable in my car on my way to work and like just play videos and listen to the videos on my way in. Um, so I probably do that like every day or every other day, depending on who's releasing stuff. Um, Usually I'll watch like Zareth's videos, help him mount the algorithm, and uh, <laughs> all, all things aside, though, he help me mount the algorithm, guys. <laughs> he puts out some really informative content. He does. So, he does. so I like I, his GAC stuff is usually really good, and I like that. Um, and then, uh, congratulations uh, to him for his NBA team winning, which yeah. After beat the, Le- the Lakers, that was an automatic. Uh, so real quick, Devil says, Avant spends 10 hours a week reminding Bones to get his attacks in on every game mode. Yeah, that's, that, that, that yeah, is actually true. true. <laughs> you have to mention how much time you spend remain, reminding Bob to actually do his shit. He is in my fact, babysitter. I will be scouting uh, you Phase 4 slackers, so if anyone <laughs> in my guild is watching, <laughs> fucking go in and do your shit, or I'm going to ping you at 6 a.m. tomorrow when I get up for work. Yeah. Um, for me, this is these are one of those tough weeks where we have conquest, we have mm-hmm. um, TB going. Thank God we don't have G- GAC because yeah. honestly, yeah. if we had GAC going on right now, I'd be losing because I yep. just wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to spend the time. Um, Discord, to be hundred percent honest, I'm not on as much as I would like. I'd like to interact with the community more, but um, my job is rather demanding i i do some traveling i you know throughout the area that i live in i i visit um clients on the regular i'm um you know doing fundraisers and helping vets and doing that so that's it's very time consuming but i do try to get on discord as much as i can i will say on a humorous standpoint i normally whenever i would travel to see a vet or go somewhere i would normally jam out and listen to tunes but now it's i'm basically listening to swiggo shit <laughs> and i mean the reason behind that is I, I like to listen to every show and get everybody's perspective because it, it it keeps me up to date 
and it 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 keeps me knowledgeable so I can continue to give a good product to our listeners. Yeah. Because if I don't listen to everybody else and go, oh, that's a good point, and I give credit where you know credit is due. If I think of a really good point, I go, well, I heard it from this person. But I like to be informed. Um, a couple days before the show goes live, I do. I like to do show notes. I mean, if you think at my age, I sat here and just remembered all that Datacron shit. You're crazy. <laughs> no, I actually typed that out in a Word document. So, no, I I spend a lot. I spend time in game. I spend some time in Discord, and I spend you know several hours doing show prep and doing show notes, and I communicate with Bob and Avant on topics, and we all you know collaborate on what topic we think is good, what direction should we go in. So, yeah, it's it's time-consuming. What does my wife think about it? Um, honestly, as long as my weekends are free and her and I can go out and do stuff, whether it's go out on the boat or go for a hike or go, you know, watch some live music or go have dinner somewhere, um, my weekends are for her and I. But during the week, it's w- pretty much whatever I want to do. So... But that that was an outstanding question because that has been a topic that has been on a lot of people's minds about <laughs> time in game. So, Pico, what about you? You're you also do a show. And- yeah, you know it's it's funny because mine's a little different. I I don't watch videos like that. That that's the big thing that I don't do, and, it, and part of that is because of of I'm a multitasker and I can't watch videos and, and do everything else. But for me. Um, my day starts off the same way every morning. Uh, I get up, I get a cup of coffee, I sit on the couch, and I play Swogga for about an hour. It's, it's going through either catching up on Discord and things like that. Kind of the running joke in my house is with the wife and kids is that nobody talks to dad until dad gets the first cup of coffee and it takes me about an hour to get it down. So that, that's kind of that's part of my routine. Uh, and it's, it just it works well. And it's I mean, it's if you were to, to look in the back window of our house first thing in the morning at six o'clock in the morning, I'm on one side of the couch, my wife is on the other, and the dog <laughs> is in between us, and we're just kind of like this. But um, I spend a ton of time on Discord because, and, and this might be a, a very hyper-specific thing, but for folks that deal with like Microsoft Teams or, or Cisco WebEx or any of these kind of chat clients for communication at, at work, Discord to me is an extension of that. So... Um, I'm constantly staring at at kind of channel-based communication things with people. So I, I use it pretty frequently from that side, and, and that's how I keep up with the game, like the, the biggest thing for me. It's, it's hard to say how much time I spend on Discord because it's just constantly there if I'm not traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The piece that's really interesting is, so like last week I was at a conference, which meant I had very little time to do anything and then Apple telling me at the end of the week, like your, you know, your uh, screen time was down like thirty five percent last week, and you're like, yeah, I use it a lot because this is what I, this is kind of where I, I spend all my time at. Yeah. Um, I am. You'd be surprised. I don't prepare a lot for our show, and 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 that's and and I say that because I. I'm someone who functions really well just off the cuff. Like I, if if I over prepare for something, I start stumbling on words. Like it, it doesn't come across well. This is also kind of how I do a lot of I do a lot of speaking for work, and it's kind of the same thing. Is I'll I'll generally like I'll go wander around the block and I'll listen to you guys on my headset as I'm you know kind of out walking. I'll start thinking about maybe what I want to talk about in the next time that I'm on the show. Then I'll have to stop and rewind because I missed what you guys were saying because I got lost in my own thought from that side. But 
Um, I, I'm not a big preparer because I just I, I think it's it's a little bit more wing it is is where it sits for me. But um, I like it's your a style. lot of time. <laughs> it's my kind of style too. <laughs> you, <laughs> me because some of the times you and Sarah go over kits, I'm like, damn, Pico must have read the shit out of this thing because he's hitting the nail right on the head. Yeah, well, and I think you know it's we were, we've been complaining lately because the the character release cadence is is on our bye weeks now. So, you know, we like to have it fresh when it's there. The beauty is, is now I actually get to take everyone's hot takes, kind of process where that is, and I actually get to sound like I'm really smart and know what I'm talking about now because <laughs> everyone else has, has digested all that, those pieces. But, uh, you know, it's in, in with, you know, wife and family, I've got a, I've got a 13 year old son who's picked this game up off and on. And he actually went to go pick it up this week and I actually talked him out of it because he was so far behind. But, you know, it's, it's my hobby. It's, it's, um, you know, I, I, I have a wonderful wife. I love spending time with her. We were actually talking today that, like, the kids are now at the point that they're kind of out for dinner every once in a while. So we like get dinner twice a week with just us because the kids aren't around and it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also I'm a firm believer you need to go into another room and sometimes and just do something that's for you. Yeah. And 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 that's that's kind of the way that she looks at it. You know, it's it's um, she knows every once in a while at five o'clock I need to squirrel away and go get a go get a ship fight in, but. Um, you know, it's, it's, she knows it's something that I, that I do. It's, it's, uh, it, honestly, the, the biggest thing for me is like that I, I thought when telling her like, Hey, I'm going to start cutting out one or two nights a week to do podcast stuff and kind of figured she was going to give me a hard time about it. And I, I think she knows that I look forward to this so much every week that it's, yeah. you know, we, we work our schedule around it because again, it's just, it's just something fun to do. So it is same, same, but it, 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 it becomes like a lifestyle though, pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, Star Wars is a lifestyle. I mean, if yeah. you're a Star Wars fan, it's just part of your life. You know, it's in your heart. It's weird to say. And people who don't understand that think we're just weird nerds, but they just don't understand. <laughs> oh, that. no, 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 no. I got I got the perfect defense because uh, my missus, if, I mean, she's never said anything. God bless her. But if she ever did, I have a very specific poker chip in my back pocket that says, wait a minute, don't you go to a bar with a bunch of lady friends every other week and go to Friends Trivia? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, no. Not good, not, not, <laughs> oh, not, not the, the TV no. show? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. My fiance <laughs> is a... Um, she actually bought a Friends card trivia game, and I didn't play it with her. I just took the cards out and read them <laughs> to her. And, yeah, nobody will ever play that with her, ever. <laughs> there's no there's no way you'd win. There's, there's no <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Like she knows what people said on specific episodes of specific. <laughs> and like, and it, it makes sense because we could hear uh, somebody recite a Star Wars line, and I think more often than not, we would know what episode it came from. Yeah. Oh yeah. I get it. So I, 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 I totally understand the 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 trends addiction. I'm just not, you know. I mean, I can look at Jennifer <laughs> Aniston, but I'm not going to watch every goddamn season. They even have like a Lego set, so that's. Got quite a cult following. Yeah, I, 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 I know she owns it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Avant, what about you, brother? Um, I, it's interesting because, like, since I started doing the podcast with you guys, I've like told my wife I'll be like, "Hey, uh, just it's Thursday, so like, remember I'm doing my podcast tonight." <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so, like, she's been super supportive of it. Um, and like, our kids go to bed like literally right before this and my son is on the other side of that wall sleeping right now so my kids are one and four so uh Ooh, little ones yeah. 
it, you can't just say, "Listen, you little bastards, be quiet." They're they're, they're not that old either. <laughs> well, if anyone tuned into last week's episode, I was in and out because my four year old was awake for an hour and a half past bedtime and just like yelling for me. So I know I felt bad. You, I could tell you were yeah. getting a little frustrated. You're like, God damn it. But Hey, I we may, all have kids. I may, we understand. Yeah. You gotta do what you I may have raised my voice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? As a father of four, every time you got up, I went, yep. Been there, done that. Yeah, got yeah. that t-shirt. I've been there. Yep. It, it was good that. though. It was fine. Like I five? was also, I was also alone the last weekend because my wife was away at a bachelorette party for her sister. So I was single dad parenting and I did yeah. podcast that night, which was definitely a bad gamble. <laughs> Push it to the limit. <laughs> so what is All the, right. uh, Well, how much time do you spend in a... What did oh, you, yeah. Yeah. What's time in you ga- got? In game, probably like an hour and a half, two hours a day. I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not actually sure. I'd have to look it up, but... I do a lot of wasted time in the game, which is yeah. kind of stupid. But I like to I like to just log in and like just kind of stare at things and think about what I want to do like in the future. Ever pull up your game and just look at your roster and go, "Yeah, damn, I'm I did a badass." <laughs> you know, I've got that. I'm cool. <laughs> I've done that. It's and then you get done and you have a little bit of guilt, like, "Wow." My screen percentage time just went up for nothing. <laughs> just wanted to look at my shit. N- not, not that his pocketbook took a dip, just that the screen time yeah, went up. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> yeah, my credit card uh, took a hit for that latest purchase. Yeah. So CS Wins had an interesting uh, uh, question here. With the new trailer for the Outlaws game, what do you all think about an open-world Star Wars game? And I'm going to answer that real quick right off the fly of... We just got done talking about all the time we spend. I'm afraid. <laughs> yep, yeah. I'm legit scared. So, yeah. Well, um, I'm kind of going away from mobile games. Because, as you guys know, I used to play Marvel Strike Force, Dragon Champions, uh, the new Lord of the Rings game. Uh, I used to play Raid. Awaken, I mean, I'd play them all at the once. And it was my entire life where... Now, these AAA titles are starting to get really good. They got the Hogwarts. You got these new... Um, everything's yeah. open world. You know what I mean? And I really want to start... I'll never quit Swug. I love doing this with, you know, this whole thing. But I'm starting to get away from mobile games. And I think that the whole mobile game genre is kind of dying off. Not not dying off. But people have less money to spend than ever. You know, I worked in a market. Yeah. And I see prices are rising every week. And they never go back down. And you see that when you're, you know, checking people out every day. And uh, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm sure there's still those whales that can keep the game going. But um, I just think these kind of games in general, if they don't have huge IPs tied to them, you can't be greedy and all that. And so I just see, the, uh, you know, this stuff. I don't even know what I was going on about. Never mind. Just I don't even know where I was going with that. <laughs> no, I was, I was actually going to say this is more of a reason about what you said earlier is why Marquis should be Galactic Chases. I just, yeah. Oh, okay. That's, I, what, I, that's what I was going to say is these AAA yeah. titles that are coming out now for consoles and PC, whereas, you know, your money's you're getting way more money out of these, you know, Starfield's coming out. I'm planning on full-time covering that game, you know, and uh, there's just some really cool games coming out in the future and that are out now that you could put hundreds of hours in. And um, you probably get more satisfaction out of that than any mobile game. And your your pocket, you pay one time. 
unless you get DLCs and stuff. So um, once again, I don't know where I was really going for that, but I just no. I think I'm, I'm excited to start spending more time with games like this Outlaw coming out and Starfield and stuff. And I think more people should think about that because <laughs> sometimes, man, I just get too into these. They they're addicting, and uh, oh, they are. you yeah. know. And if I had money, I'd be worried. So, but I'd, luckily, I'm just broke, so I don't. I can just go free to play all the time. So the last question we had was from Bodie, and believe it or not, we answered this already. It was a question. We're due for a road ahead, which is likely to announce GL Leia is coming to the game. If that's the case, speculate on which version of Leia. We think it's Endor Leia. I think it's Endor Leia. Yeah. Uh, what garbage might we have to relic? Ewoks. Mm, we three pretty, we pretty much went over that. Yeah, three marquees you might think come to the game. I'm thinking one is Old Man Rex. Avant, who's your pick? Nine Numb. Yeah. And the third? Pico. You know, I, I think it's I think it's gonna be Duster Han. I think it's gonna be Han on a Duster. Yep. I agree. So I think that's it. So that is it for viewer questions. So for all of you that are still here, um, please um, follow us on Twitch. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, check us out on also Spotify. Um, but let's uh, go around the panel. Uh, clo closing thoughts before we get out of here. Um, where is everybody in the game and what are you grinding? Bob, let's start with you. I'm uh, just still doing Leviathan. Um, trying to, I got Darth Revan R9. I'm just trying to get that R8 to R9 on Malik, and then the five or whatever after that to R7. So, um, but that's all I got left. I mean, I just gotta get these relics going. It's gonna take me a while. I gotta farm these things free to play, you know. Um, but but yep. thanks to Avant, we now know how to do that perfectly. Yes, we do. And yes, we do. So my progress will uh, go tenfold after tonight. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm working on, man. That's about it. Uh, I'm I'm just over 10 mil GP right now. Currently grinding the Leviathan requirements, but also um, slow gearing up my um, Fallen Order characters. And I have a couple random characters that I want to take to Relic levels. Like, uh, I want to take Zalbar to Relics. And I will be 7-starring my Kiati Mundi, finally, Ow. after this... TB and I will be taking him to Relic as well. Nice. Nice. What about you, Pico? So, uh, for some folks that are kind of aware of this, I, I started a project at the beginning of this year that I was calling the New 52, and the goal was to take uh, a character, average a character once a week to go from Relic 5 to Relic 7 uh, this year, and, and it turned out I started moving a lot faster. I have 17 characters left to get to R7 on my roster. So that's cool. Um, yeah, it, and, and and a lot of it is then the acceleration of of the the raid has has driven a lot of that. Um, so I think I've got a vote going right now of what faction I wrap up because I'm down to like some really bad characters. Ewoks are going to be last, but that's kind of where I'm where I'm focusing right now. Um, and I'm just doing some some mod slicing and some some mod buildups, but um, just waiting for Leviathan at this point. Pika, what's your GP? Go ahead. Do I really have to admit it? Please, yeah. Please do. <laughs> uh, currently, right now, it is. Let's let's check this. Um, twelve that or twelve million five hundred fifteen thousand seven hundred fifteen. 
Jesus so, criminy. Yeah. yeah. I was like, he must be a big dog when I started hearing him. He's like about to R7 as Ewoks. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I need to ask um, what his GP is. There, there's a, there is a lot of just dead bloat in the bottom of that roster. So That's cool, man. I'd definitely be staring at – I might just log in and stare at your roster. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I've done that, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. I've actually – I've as some people Facebook stalk people, I've actually swiggo stalked people. <laughs> I've done it. Watch out, guys. He's watching. Uh, even though we're about to end it here, uh, Swampgrass, thank you for the follow, my friend. And uh, thank you for the raid, buddy. Uh, Swamp- oh, Swampgrass. Oh, yeah. thank you, man. We appreciate content creator. That. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so I guess that leaves me. I just broke $11 million about a week ago. So that was that was pretty cool. I feel like I'm in like a higher echelon, but I'm, it, 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 whatever. It's just more money I've spent. Um, I did have a ridiculous drop of the galactic chase of excess energy, and I just said screw it and bought the twenty dollar pack, and I'm done. My Leviathan Rex are done. I all I need now is the event to hit, and I I can do it. Um, as an as, and. For what I want to do next, I'm really unsure, and I kind of want real quick the the opinion of you guys. Um, this Geo News has me wary. I know it, it, I, I, I'm well aware it could be way, way further down the road, and getting tunes and the relics is a lot easier. Um, signal data is still a bit of a bottleneck, but I feel like I should have my Ewoks on standby, but I'm... I don't know if it's just me. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sold on Jedi Cal yet. Like I, I just I feel like if a if a legend is imminent, I feel like Cal is something I can kind of put on the back burner. Maybe it's not going to be that game changing. What do you guys think? I'm at a weird crossroad crossroad where I'm not sure where I should go right now. Well, he's got to be decent, or no one's yeah. going to give a crap. So he's going to be good. Um, where that is, I don't know. He's got to be better yeah. than Bam, but he's not. I don't see him like maybe he can take on a gas or something, or uh, I don't know. But, I'm just wondering, what is his kit going to do for the Seer lead with her Omicron? How is that going? Is that going to move? Is is his kit going to move the needle? Because his Omicrons are TW based. T T B based. Thank you. I, I uh, think it's it all depends, right? It depends on how good he is. We we just don't know enough yet. And when are we getting a kit? I mean, it's about time, right? Soon, TM. Right, yeah, probably about nine, ten days out. Yeah. Um, so so my my opinion of Cal, um if he doesn't lift Jedi Master Luke. He's irrelevant in PvP. And I think the bigger question, it's not about what Cal's kit is, is what are the rewards on Zepho and the plan yeah. that he unlocks. Yeah. And and I think that's gonna be that's what's gonna set a lot of alarm bells off. And I think if I remember correctly, to unlock the planet, you need 15 people in your guild to beat the mission. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. So so part of it is, if you're the only person, if you're in a guild of 50 people and you're the only person ready for Cal, 
well, what's what's the point? Because you got to wait on the other four. You got to wait three months for the other fourteen people. But I, I think he's going to be weighed against what the Zephyr rewards are and, and what Jedi if if he's a lifter for Jedi Master Luke. He's not going to make Seer top of the meta regardless. I just don't see that team being that way. Um, and and I think they're going to use it to fix Master Luke. Do we know if he's he may still be a leader, right? Or is that out of the question? Potentially. Yeah. No, I don't think he's going to have a leader tag because I think for the Zepho planet, that's going to be on Seer. Yeah. That saying, would make sense thematically. I'm just saying yeah. they could throw a leadership on there and make it more interesting. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. But. but, I mean, he very well could. He is going to have the Jedi tag, and I think depending on what his kit is, I mean, I think at this point anything different would really help Jedi Master Luke out. He's, yeah. just, he's such a... He's a good GL. He's just so stagnant. And I know a lot of people have said, well, Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight Luke is his lifter. It's, that's kind of run its course. That team just is kind of... Yeah. It's like he needs lifter and SE really needs yep. lifter. But, I mean, think of it like Bastila. We used Bastila first, and then Revan came along, correct? And then he was the new lead. It could be the same thing. Like, Sierra could be a good lead. But maybe his lead will be even better. And no, what if the what if the next conquest unit was like Admiral Pride to lift C or like some kind yeah. of C lifter? That would be cool. The, the only reason why I don't think he's going to go on a Seer team is is I believe they're calling him Jedi Survivor Cal. If, if I'm wrong, but if there's a Jedi anywhere in his character title. It doesn't make sense to put him on an unaligned force users team. That's true. Because if he, yeah, but, that, that, no, that's the shit. I didn't think of that. That's very but true. Yeah. I guess Seer was a Jedi. I, it's, I guess it's weird that she's not considered a Jedi or that she's unaligned force user because she was a Jedi at, at one point or uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, they just need to give us the damn kid. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, this is a little ridiculous. I know. I know that kit and Leviathan kit, so yeah. they can stop with the goddamn suspense. Yeah. So, all right, folks, um, that is going to be our episode for this evening. Thank you again to all of you for listening in on this. Hope it was informative. Hope you got something out of it. If not, I really hope you were entertained. Um, again, your host, Old Man Logan, 76. I want to give a very special thanks to Pico Burrito for taking time out of his day to be on with us. Thank you very much, brother. We I love it when you're on. You always have amazing insight. And I'm done. Let's go around the panel. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you coming by, man. I had a blast getting to meet you. And hopefully we'll see you again here really soon, man. It is a uh, fast two and a half hours for yeah. sure. Thank yeah. you for stopping by with us. Yeah, Guys, thanks for having me. Uh, again, excited to be here. It's, it's been way too long. Happy to come back anytime. Um, and again, uh, thank you. No, thank Always, you, brother. Always. Thank you. All many, right, folks. Well, yeah, many more to come. Well, that's it, folks. So from Pico Burrito, Avant, and Bones, and myself, Own Man Logan, thank you very much for listening with us and being on the show. Hope you all had a good time. Everyone, please have a good night and have a great weekend. Good night, good luck, good luck on the hollow tables, and we are out. <laughs>